it if I said it. I meant it. Bite my tongue for no one. Call me evil or unbelievable. If I said it, then I meant it. What I said, I what I said, I meant it. If I said it, I meant it. There's no way around it. If I said it, I meant it. Welcome, everybody, once again to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. So we've been doing this. We haven't done it in so long, I almost forgot what to say. You. If, what is it? Bite? If. I, oh, yeah. Bite my tongue for no one. I'm Kevin Shield, coming to you, as always, with my good friend. Richard Vasquez. <laughs> and, uh. We it's are, been a while, man. It's been a minute. I'm it's been just a fucking while. Right now, checking to make sure that I'm at, we're actually on camera. Yep. Uh, we got roughly the same amount of listeners as we did when we were doing it every week. Happy New Year to us. <laughs> oh, oh, rookie mistakes. We sound a lot better too. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I'm not but... dealing with any of that bullshit. <sighs> yeah. Last time we did this was what? Late November. November. I want right to before say. Thanksgiving. I think so, yeah. Damn, we took the whole month off. Well, with everything that was going on... Cheers, dude. Uh, cheers, my man. It's probably smart to cheers right over my $2,000 fucking computer, huh? Yeah, we probably should have thought that one out better. Um, you know, given the conflict of interest with doing the show and uh, and fantasy football, it was just uh, almost better for us to kind of step away from it for just a minute. Um give everybody an opportunity to to see that just because we do the show together doesn't affect the outcome of fantasy football. So for those of you that don't know or don't even care, um, Kevin is our commissioner in our fantasy league. And a damn good one, if I do say so myself. You know, playoffs started three or four weeks ago, and um, he decided that rather than us beat in the same room on a weekly basis during the playoffs so that people didn't think there was any collusion. We, um, we parted ways. We took a hiatus, hiatus, took a hiatus. Um, and now that the season's over and a champion has been crowned. And one of the, the other, uh, opponents or contenders is listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Participant in the championship game. One, uh, Marco Ripperto. So congratulations to him. Congratulations on making the championship game. And uh, it would be an unprecedented football season the one time he gets into the championship game by himself. Can't even complete the games. That shit's crazy. And I know most people don't give a fuck about fantasy. Fantasy. And I'm not trying to be all insensitive, so just because I'm talking about the fact that the season ended abruptly, I'm not saying that I don't feel bad for what happened to the guy and I hope he's fucking fine, but I'm talking strictly fantasy, that shit really fucked up a bunch of people's leagues. Not ours, because ours had a clear winner, but in others? I have, uh, I have two, I have separate leagues. Um, one of them, Man, I don't know what they're going to do. It's the projections are so close. I showed you the the yeah. scores. It's like you, you can't crown a champion. The, the that. thing that I sent you was they're saying if it's that close they, sh- they should just split it and split the championship. Yeah. Which sucks. It does. Which sucks. Um Again, luckily we don't have to do that cuz the 
opponent. Both games actually. In our league, the the third, we? fourth place game, and then the first, second place game. They weren't close enough. Where, you know, everybody's kind of saying the same thing. If you're up by sixty, down by sixty, you just call it. And yeah. Say, Look. It imagine could. imagine playing in the fantasy football championship and being down sixty points. That must suck. Could it happen? Um, yeah, it could happen. I would think that if you were uh, he's uh, Marco says that his brother needed six points from Josh Allen. In that situation, I almost crown his brother champion. Uh, you know, you the, can't though. The, the, they didn't happen. I know, but the I mean, the best thing would be to split it. But I look at odds. Odds are he scores six points. Yeah, but what if he got hurt in the next play? I, I get it. I get it. Odds are that's not going to happen, but there's an odds. Like there's a reason why it's called odds. What I think is funny is that you're saying that are the odds that he doesn't score a 60 point game and you lose. The odds aren't in the favor of that happening. So we called it because the odds are the outcome's not going to change. Overwhelming odds. Overwhelming odds. I guess overwhelming odds would be he scores six points, to be honest. That's my point is if it's that close, six points. And you have a, a a full, and I think he already put up like two. So at that point, odds are he's going to score seven points. But I, I'm glad, if nothing else, that our league doesn't have to make that choice or that decision. Because yeah, thank you, Marco. It's tough. You it's, made it easy on our commissioner. It, uh, uh, it, it's just one of those unfortunate situations, and. I hear everybody speaking hyperbolically. You know, Booger McFarlane was on the air and he goes, well, nothing else matters except this kid's health. I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of things that are less Two things important. can coexist at the same time. Is his health more important than that game? Yeah, that's fine. But if you said nothing else matters except his health and then went to work the next day, well, you're kind of a hypocrite because nothing else matters. Nothing matters. So don't do anything. Don't go to work. Don't pay your bills because nothing else matters except his health. That's Twitter can come after us. It's fine. The truth is two things can be true. This kid's health could be important. It can be more important than a lot of things, but at the same time, there's going to be a Super Bowl. There's going to be playoffs, and you kind of have to figure out how the fuck that's going to work. Well, I think that if Kansas City wins this week, it doesn't matter. I think so. So that's one, but if Kansas City decides to lose, then that game's important, and they probably will play it because the winner of that will probably have the first round by. That's a tough one. Um so the Marco asked, what would I have done uh, if I think he's asking if Marco was down six points to you? I mean, that's really Josh hard. Allen. That's really hard to like fathom and like really think about because like his team did so bad. So I don't really know if that's like a real expectation, but I mean, go ahead. You can proceed. I think I think it would have to be. A decision that Marco, you, and the commissioner, myself, have to come up with. And you just, you kind of jump on a phone call and go, all right, look, 
Now, you were pretty drunk, so it may not have been the best time, but I think if you were six points away, you might not have been that drunk. Uh, I probably still would have been because I went to go watch the game. Oh, okay. I went to a bar that Marco was supposed to meet me at, and he never showed up. Like his team. Yeah. And I started drinking, but the thing is, the whole time I just kept saying the game is suspended, so I thought, like, and I, I didn't see what happened. Oh, yeah, I did. And they didn't show the replay, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I was I was at home, so I was able to rewind and, it and watch it. Well, not Ooh. that, and then there was no sound, you know what I mean? So I thought the guy, like, fucking broke his leg or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just figured, oh, okay, like, they're going to restart the game, they're going to restart the game, and I'm just drinking, 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 and then all of a sudden it was like, dude, what's going on? So then you go on Twitter, and you're like, dude, fucking had a heart attack or whatever. I think... I'm not exactly sure what you would say. Um, if it was closer? If if Marco was down by six points with Josh Allen going into the game, everyone else was done. I think that the overwhelming odds would have been that. I would have felt like I would have lost anyway. And I think yeah. that's a conversation that you, I would talk to you. And I understand six, the fight. Six points is a interesting number because six points, because I had T. Higgins. Yeah, I'm I'm going off a of Marco situation where it's just Josh Allen. No, I get it, but I'm I guess what I'm getting at though is six points is interesting because I had T Higgins. If I didn't have T Higgins, yeah, then it's a different story because the truth is Allen's projected to put up twenty points, right? And T Higgins has put up 15. twenty points before. Yeah, he has too. But yeah. I'm just saying, looking at the projections, so that's why I said six points is interesting because. If we're both projected to put up one's 15 and one's 20 or 14 and 20, and then you have that six foot point cushion, yeah, there's a possibility that I still come out on top. And I, I mean? and I, that's a very different conversation. Yeah, like and I and I can respect you not conceding in that. And I don't, I wouldn't. I think if you had two players on each side. And it's that close. You you kind of have to go wait wait a minute. There, you can't decide. But if you were down by six and your players were done, and Marco had Josh Allen, I I think at that point it's pretty the the odds overwhelmingly would be Marco would have won. I think in that situation, my suggestion would be to crown marco champion but split the pot yeah i was gonna say i would i would be okay with splitting the pot if the game was that close and then so like if the game let's say it was 20 points different or well maybe 10 points let's say 10 points difference uh-huh and I, in in you in, in the, my favor it, but in your situation where you had t higgins yeah, or you were yeah, yeah with t higgins 10 points uh no no, no. Uh, what i'm saying though is is but i was up already right yeah so at that point I would have been like, come on, dude. Ten like, points is is ten points good plus another player. Shot. That's your guy's gonna need to put up twenty six at yeah. least. You know, not saying that he can't do it, but but if it was, it's also if the, it if it was tied or one point difference, then I mean I don't know. And you're going against sucks, the Bengals though. defense, which is I mean I thought we we expected it to be a high scoring game, but when the guy got injured, it was like three minutes left or four minutes left in the. Or maybe maybe seven minutes. Either way, it was like halfway through the the first quarter. 
Uh, five minutes left in the first. Okay, five so it was seven three at that point. Yes. So it's not like they were fucking. They were both fourteen fourteen after a quarter. Like right. You know, there's a possibility the game would have ended twenty eight twenty one. Like yeah, when two players and especially one of let's say T Higgins or Jamar Chase's status, you can't call that. It's just you don't know what. Even the probability would be in Marco's brother's situation where all the players were done except Josh Allen and you're chasing six. I think I would have done my best to convince whoever had a six point lead but was going up against Josh Allen with nothing else in the cupboard, you were going to lose. The odds that Josh Allen puts up less than six points in a game is highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. She I, might, and, he might score six points in one drive. Yeah, I mean, especially our scoring, like one touchdown. Like, well, our scoring's not that crazy. It's we, it's we, not. we moved it to four points. Um, but simply put, how did you feel going into the, not you, but Marco, how did your brother feel going into the game? Josh Allen. Yeah, he thought he was going to win. I got yeah, this. And the win. and the other guy, I'm sure, was like, I fucking Marco, lost. Marco knew he didn't have that. He knew he had lost. Yeah. So he had, he had conceded the victory after the first half of the 10 o'clock games. <laughs> and just because, I, Mike, see, I told him, I was like, I need to be at 100 points for me to feel comfortable. And I got to like 88 or something like that. So I was like, fuck, I was a little nervous. And then... You know, fucking Waller caught, caught a touchdown right away, and I was like, fuck. And then the 125 game start, started, and good thing the good old Packers fucking held um, Justin Jefferson a fucking one catch. So I looked at... I, I, yeah, he's right. I felt confident the whole way. Yeah. I looked at your guys's. I broke a lot of stuff down, and I looked specifically at who played when. You had players that started, and you were mostly done after 10. Mm-hmm. He, oh, after one. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, after, after the 10, 10 o'clock games, games, he had the majority of his guys going in oh. the afternoon. Yeah. And then it was, what lead will you have on Monday night? And T. Higgins, wide receivers can be boom or bust. Overwhelmingly, T. Higgins is a 12 to 15 point player. I just off the top of my head. I don't know. He what averaged 14 points a game. Okay. I mean, so, yeah. So, so, but uh, what's funny is what brings on his average is he has two games and these fucking, both these games were against Brody. He went out after the first play or the first series. Okay. So I looked into that. He wasn't even supposed to be in on one of them. He had one play or something. Well, on one, they, of them. he wasn't even on the fucking injury report. He goes in, he runs one play and yeah. he's out. So and that but that happened against both both those times happened against Brody, but not in the fucking playoffs though. Uh, he played well in the playoffs. I looked so I, I like statistical numbers. I like numbers, I like math. It might be because I'm white. But No, that's because you could drive well. Ah, that's right. So I took your team, I took Marco's team, I took 
Um, T. Higgins' five worst games, and I included the zeros. And I want to say that the number came to like six points. So I plugged that in for T. Higgins. I took Josh Allen's three best games. Why did you use five of that and three of So a couple of reasons. I used five for T. Higgins because he had two games with zero. I didn't want to leave the zeros off, but I didn't want to just have zero, zero, and then I think he had a game with like two points. So I thought five. Which so, is also one I think he left early, but whatever. So I was going to use five for Allen, but I thought, no, that's only going to lower his average. I'll use three. So I took Josh Allen's three best games, figured out the average, and then added 25%. Which is a lot. That's a fucking ton. Plugged that number in, and Marco still lost by two points and change. So the likelihood it wasn't there. And when people in our league question why I made that decision, it but wasn't it, hard. It, it didn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't it wasn't hard. their decision anyway. This was not a league vote. This is between two individuals. E, the, yes, you're right. This and, had nothing to do with anybody else in the league besides me and Marco. And I think. For the most part, I facilitate owners' decisions. In this one, it was, I'm going to make a call. It was an easy call, which is why I thought, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to make it. I defended it with mathematical numbers to show it's statistically so... Who complained? Only one person, right? Uh, I mean, a couple people said so. I don't... It's hard to tell who was actually, like... Serious? Serious or just... If they were serious, they would have fucking kept coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. They just didn't want me to win. That's all it was. I think that was that's a lot of it. All, that's all it was. I think that was a lot of it. Yeah. I... I talked with four people that night, the two people involved in third and fourth, the two people involved in first and second. I said what I thought, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And nobody that was involved put up. And obviously two people aren't going to say shit because they're coming off on the, the better end of it. But nobody put up a fight. Everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense. So I thought, all right, the people involved are okay with this. How does it affect anyone else? It only affects them because I won. And they got to hear me fucking talk about this shit for the next six months or whatever it is. Yeah, it's going to be bad. I feel like I've been pretty fucking timid. Uh, uh, not timid. Um, like, what have, what have I said? I just said I woke up like a champion today. I guess the text thread is a forum. But you you haven't really had a captive audience to gloat yet. Would you agree? But I would, I, I, I'll, I'll gloat when I'm ready to gloat. Like, <laughs> um, they, uh, Marco asked if this championship comes with an asterisk. I mean, no, I don't know why it would. I, Unless the 2020 also comes with an asterisk, and I don't know. We don't have records back, but the 
2001 season because of September 11th, if that comes with an asterisk, like weird shit happens. And fortunately, (laughs) our league, uh, (laughs) our league will, our league is led by somebody who doesn't get caught up in the emotion of the minute. You're talking about yourself? No, I'm talking about the commissioner. Gotcha. Uh, somebody who can take a second and lead when others will follow. Take the horse by the reins and guide the league through these very emotional times. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you to the commissioner. I will say this, though, and I actually do appreciate this with, about Marco. Um, cause not really much in this life that he, I appreciate him for. Wow. Um, he hit me up and was like, let's go have dinner. Champion, a champion dinner. And although I, maybe he felt bad because he fucking didn't make it to the, the bar, the bar. But, um, I mean, I tr- like, I, like I told Raquel, like I try to like watch championship games with the person that I'm playing at least. And in my case, it's been shark every year, except for this year. That's true. But, we usually watch championship games yeah. together. You know what I mean? Or like the Sunday night game or a something. You know, yeah. Or like the yeah. 10 o'clock games or one o'clock games. Um, but basically like, he's like, let's go have a dinner. And I'm like, dude, I'm down. Like, I'm like, but you have to invite the commissioner cause he loves steak and sign. So, <laughs> um, so that's cool. I mean, I, I, I'm pumped up. I mean, one, you gotta hang out with your friends, but two, like, yeah, it sucks. He lost. It's, it's awesome that I won, but, it's like an award banquet. Kind of. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> kind of cool. Like, I, I thought it was a cool idea. Um, it is a good idea. And and I hope that's a tradition that ha- actually goes on. Like, that'd be, yeah. I, I, I don't. There are certain things that I don't put into the constitution of mm. our league. But it's it could be an unwritten like, rule. It's kind of one of those, hey. If a quarterback leads the NFL uh, in in least amount of sacks, you should probably buy your offensive line some Rolexes. Yeah, like that's just kind of one of the it's it's a, the rule. No, but should it be done? Yes. Um, and I like that. It's it's I like how certain this league is evolving. There's tradition. There's history it's not hey we do something different every year there's kind of like an outline of what is supposed to happen and i think that's really foundationally cool there's a foundation of history uh, history records rules but then there's also just little changes that happen and they could go away and it doesn't really affect the overall experience um, but it has kind of like the movie tag. Remember tags like, Hey, it kept us in each other's lives forever. I'd like my legacy as commissioner, as odd as that sounds, by the way, in a few years, some, the first person to leave the league is eligible for the hall of fame. So um, you want to be, you want to, you... I, I mean, I don't get a vote. But I think there needs to be an inaugural member in the Hall of to, Fame. To be honest, I think there should be two. Who else would? 
because there's only one person with more than two championships. There's only one person that's undefeated in the championship game. You have to be retired for five years. I'm just telling you that this is – we can have the UFC rules where people can be put active. in the Hall of Fame. They while, can be active and go into the Hall of Fame in yeah. the UFC? Oh, interesting. Khabib retired and fucking went in immediately. Are there active fighters that are – that get put in the Hall of Fame? Uh, they they, there are retired? active fighters in like the fighting part of it. They call it the fighting wing, meaning like – Fight of the nights kind of thing, like the fight of the year, fight of the decades. Like uh, those guys okay, are, okay. are in, in um, yeah. I'm I'm thinking like I understand what you mean. In, no, there isn't. But Khabib retired and he was in right away. I, so I don't know if there has to be a waiting period. I just kind of go. I'm just a, telling you that when you retire, uh, there I'm a fucking first ballot. I, I would I 100. percent Well, now okay, now wait. I would say that you probably should be the a unanimous first yes. ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know if you would be the first because I don't know if you'd be the first, let's say Shark retired. I don't think anybody's retiring, so you have to do it while they're active. But imagine Shark retires this year. You go on for another seven years. I think Shark might the, the, be the The issue first. that we have with that is the only way someone's going to retire is when they die. And then at that point, we're going to give them the flowers. Like we got to give them when they're alive, dude. Not necessarily. Kobe made it. Kobe was passed away. Yeah, I think feel like you're making my point. Yeah, he died, and that's when he got in. He, it's kind of the year he died. Yeah. He got into the Hall of Fame, but I, I think I'm just I'm just trying to tell you that you I'm think, great. Do you think that upon retirement, or should there be a waiting period? No, I don't think there. I I think you could do it while there's. I mean, dude, when you have dominance. So like how many how many years have we been doing this? Twelve. Uh, I have records back to twenty eleven. Is it twenty eleven? I don't know. I think so. Twelve years. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. of those twelve years, there's only two people that have two full championships for themselves. Okay. There's, I believe, one person that has. One and a half championship because they split one. Uh, there are two teams that have a championship and co. What would you call it? Co-champions. Okay. And then there's one team that has four championships. So a quarter of the years that we've been doing this, one person has dominated. Oh, I, my. All I'm saying is, is there a waiting period after you retire? I don't know. I'm just trying to talk about how great I am. If there's not a waiting period, then I would say the minute you retire, you would go in. If there is... Another fact. Okay. I'm the only person that's undefeated that hasn't just played in one championship. Say that again. I've never lost in the championship game. The only other people people that could say that... Yeah. Have only played in it once. If the and if they you're won. the only multiple, uh, you're you're undefeated in multiple championship games. Like someone Jordan. like Rudy, Rudy's undefeated, but he's only played in it once. Like Jordan, yeah, basically you're Jordan. I had a little break in between my first yeah, three, kind of. you know every mean? every other two. year type of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I I think 
I mean, the fuck is Marco saying? Um, I'm not saying that I should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but a few years from now, when it has been five years after I've retired, I would be interested to see if there's an induction or if we should start. Well, like that. commissioners would be like someone like uh, – who was the commissioner before Roger Goodell? Uh, oh, shit. Um, oh, my God. I used to know. Roger, uh, no, no, not Roger. Not Roger, obviously. It was, uh, oh my God. Staley, no. Anyway, it'd be like that, like, you know, when they're. Well, like, I think as a team, I retired positive money. You're, you're, you know who you are? You're like the Al Davis of, of, uh, cause you know, Al Davis was like the commissioner of like the AFL. Yeah. And he was like an owner at one point. Yeah. He was a coach. I mean, however. He has like a funny accent to you. Huh? The Raiders. The Raiders. Let me see. Uh, oh, my God. I it's What's Paul Tagliabue. Yeah, Tagliabue. There you go. Paul Tagliabue. I love, uh, you know, I'll be watching a football game. And I'll be like, oh, that's Ed Hockley's son. And the vets goes. Who's Ed Hockley? Fuck is Ed Hockley? I was oh, he's a he's the old buff ref, and you know he had this one call where he blew the whistle like just stupidly, and they demoted him. And like, I know a lot of refs. Whenever you know the refs is not a good thing though. Like you know their names, it's usually not a good thing. Well, no, because if they they ref a Super Bowl, um, you know they announce they put their names on there. But I'm saying that name. Well, one, it's because he was buff. But two, when you he do something, up. yeah, when you do something stupid, like, yeah, I knew his name before he fucked up. Though it, it was just like that dude's buff. That's Ed Hockley. The announcers, I'll hear, you know, whoever it is. Um, I don't know. I love football, fantasy football has has kept our league and friends that I think would have probably drifted away a little bit more connected and and however my legacy as a team owner you just would you're, be you're, you're really promoting yourself I, I hope somebody gets you that green jacket however my legacy as a team owner would be <laughs> when I pass on if i'm voted out you know the ownership has the right to get rid of a commissioner i would hope that my legacy would have been that i made our fantasy football league year round uh i also think your legacy should be that it was better when you left it than when you when you took it over mm. i i think that for maybe I overlooked that bar. That's expected. That's like saying, "Hey, he did his." But not job. everybody. I mean, you you could try it. You, your yeah, intentions. we've had we've had some commissioners that left it worse. Your intentions, yeah. Brody was the worst commissioner of all time. <laughs> um, bro, the way that season went, where it was just like, we're just gonna do whatever. Like, yeah, five people want to do it. Cool. Let's just. Change score. Let's just change the schedule. In midseason. Mid- okay, I want to. I want to I, I move off fantasy football because honestly, we. 
Yeah, it's a little personal. Yeah, but you need a, uh, I don't know what it's called, but like change the schedule, like like reorganize it. You think so? Well, yeah, because it's like. I mean, I get it. Like, I don't mind playing Brody twice in the beginning and the end of the season, but it's like there's just a it, sense of, like, it, it's repetition. just different. Yeah, it's just, it just should be different. Here's why I set it up that way. You play everyone in your division twice at the beginning of the season and at the end. But it's not like that for every. It's pretty much. It, if you look, it's pretty much as long as you have a division, though you'll play both. You'll play the people I, twice, right? And you play everyone once. Once. Now we can take and move them around, but I think you should play division twice, like in the NFL, and then everybody else once. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying you should still be able to randomize it, and you can. It, it'll still happen. I just thought it added. That's what they do in the NFL. I get it. it right? Okay, so But the thing is, our division records doesn't affect anything. Except the 100 bucks. That's it. Yeah. No, but even the division record doesn't affect that. Oh, you know it, what? You're right. You're right. You're you can, right. You can go undefeated against everybody outside the division. Yeah. No, you're right. And you're then right. you can go you're like right. one in five in the division and then still win. I. So the division record doesn't matter is what I'm getting at. So it should be randomized. Okay. I. That's my argument. That's definitely something that I... It's not in the rules. I feel it would be kind of one of those things under my powers where hey, look, sh- yeah. it, all it does is change the time of year. I just – I like it because your everybody's rival, you start the season, you end the season with. Like Marco and Rudy start the season, end the season. You, Brody, um, Ryan and Ants, Robert and Damien. Like – it's set up in a way where, but I think if you randomize it, it'll still play. You'll still play I, the people in your division twice, right? Yes. Um, and whatever, it's fine. It, I, I just looked at. It, I was like, hey, the, the schedule didn't change. I've left it, yeah, because it was. I didn't it was randomize per- it. It was perfect. He said, it, I didn't randomize it. I actually sat there and matched up gotcha. teams. But, it, I mean, if that's something that people want, we can definitely change it. I mean, um, maybe everyone's going to be like, yeah, you can just leave it. But it just kind of changes, like, the... I just didn't think it really... It. I understand that it does kind of matter. But at the same time, I thought it added a, a layer of uh, intrigue or suspense for people to play that that one rival again at the end of the season and it could have major ramifications at the end of the season like if you beat your rival you kick him out of playoffs or so that's i just i set it up for the drama aspect of it but maybe it's gotten a little bit stale and we should change it up i don't know if it's been stale i just if the division record doesn't matter and it doesn't then I just I thought it was mostly the so the divisions were very random, but oh my god, chance. they could, were my chance. Uh, well, we drew I RJ drew them out of that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. were, I mean, I, don't, I mean, they were random, but I mean, it was not random in the aspect of like you just clicked a button and randomized correct, it. You, correct, 
selected about a hat. But I don't think it could have been any more perfect. I don't disagree with that. Like I told RJ, I was like, I know you just did this, but son, you couldn't have done it any fucking better. <laughs> um, all right, let's switch gears real quick. So uh, Christmas, what did you do? Where were you at? What happened? Did you go to your dinner? Um. So Christmas, Christmas we did a Christmas Eve because it's a Mexican thing with Yvette's family. Um, kind of a big party, kind of a potluck thing. Did you bring your green 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 bean casserole? No, we took what the fu- oh I took my uh, you would hate this my Italian pasta salad. Oh yeah, you don't like pasta salad, no. but um. It's like an oxymoron to me. It, they, Yvette has a very large family, as most of you Mexicans do. And not everybody gets along. <laughs> I think it might be just unique to her family. Do they? Are they like forced to hang out with each other? No, they will not hang out with each other. So they like, just don't come? This cousin won't go to this aunt's house, but this aunt won't go. Like, it's... The one safe Switzerland is Yvette's mom's house. Because Yvette's mom's like, I stay out of everyone's fucking business. And if you show up, you show up. And if you don't, you don't. It is what it is. So the party, one of her cousins was supposed to be flying in from uh, Missouri. So the party was going to be at Yvette's mom's house. Think Switzerland. The safe zone for everybody to come. His flight was canceled because of the storms, and so everybody said, well, the party's canceled. Because he wasn't showing up? Because he wasn't showing up. And then Yvette was like, hey, we can still have a Christmas party, but if you don't want to come, don't come. So some people didn't show up. They're like, if I don't have to be forced to spend time with my sisters or my brother or whoever, I won't. Huh. They were only going to do it because this person was going to be there. All in all, it was a fight-free night. So it sounds like a victory? It was a win. You count, you, you take your, you take your victories. Um, RJ's, uh, RJ's mom was nice enough, dropped him off a little after midnight. We opened a couple gifts about one o'clock. We came home, crashed out. Uh, RJ left some cookies and some milk and some carrots by the door for Santa and the reindeer. Yeah. For the reindeer, even though he clearly does not believe in Santa anymore. I told him like, look, motherfucker, put the fucking cookies down, put the milk down. Put the carrots down. Like, this is a goddamn tradition. You want gifts? Do it. And he was like, okay, Dad. So he put them down. He went to bed. Before he was asleep, I went and got the gifts, threw the fucking carrots out, threw the milk out the window, ate the cookie. Um, <laughs> without the milk? <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about milk. And then we put his gifts out. Woke up Christmas morning. Um, opened presents. Cool. Went back to her mom's house for the fam- for some family that didn't that wasn't there on Christmas Eve. Opened gifts there, and then from there we left and uh, 
and went to my my annual dinner down at the beach. They changed the parking. There's no parking in front anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. So parking's kind of a bitch. Um, so I want to apologize. We didn't make it. The baby wasn't feeling good at all, though. Absolutely not. Like there, no apologies needed. I know, but I, I. What's funny is Raquel kept asking me, "Hey, is Kevin having a dinner?" And I was like, "Yeah, probably." Yeah. And she's like, "Well, is he in ha- town? Have you yeah. no? Have you asked him?" And I'm like, "No." She's like, "Well, can you confirm?" I'm like, "Why? I know he's gonna be there for a fucking week straight." And I was like, "Do you want me to fucking text him? I'll text him. Like, I don't think I need to, but I will." She's like, well, I just want to know. And I'm like, I he, I know he's, he would tell us if he was going to be out of town. Yeah. Like, And then the baby got sick, and it was just like, fuck. It was not as crowded as normal, mm. but still it took like 40. Like, it's just it's just bad service. You get bad service on Christmas. It's not, yeah, it's not the greatest food. Oh, it's, it's not. not it's, like amazing service, but it's a tra- tradition, so who cares? And it's just kind of like, let's drive to the beach yeah all right let's have food at a diner okay is yeah it's not good folks let me make something very clear the harbor house cafe in um uh is it sun it's sunset beach i think, I think. sunset beach yeah i like the place but the food isn't good it's not terrible <laughs> it's not horrible it's but the service on christmas isn't great I mean, to be honest, you get it, though. I get it. Yeah. It's Christmas, dude. But at the same time, it's just, it's something that I've done, save for, I think, <laughs> two years, maybe three. I think COVID, and I was in Colorado for, or Colorado and then somewhere else for two Christmases. But, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's just something... I do. I'm very I'm big on tradition. Did you get chili cheese fries? I did. Yeah. Their menu is very small now though. Oh really? Yeah, it's really limited, huh? Yeah. Damn. I think it's a COVID thing. Yeah, I'm sure. But um What'd you guys do for New Year's? Let me hear about your Christmas and we'll talk about New Year's because we have a new tradition apparently. Oh nice. Um no. I mean Christmas is pretty much status quo as far as like what we do on a regular basis so especially with the baby sick it's kind of like well the so funny thing is he didn't start getting sick until christmas eve so we were at my grandma's house so what we do is we go to my grandma's house and uh you know i know t- most typical families santa claus comes at midnight you know you give out one or two gifts or whatever it is yeah. and then he bounces but at our house he gets her like at seven because I mean, why not, you know? Well, the Santa hits older folks' homes early, like dinner, <laughs> yeah. like movies. So we went over there, and then Ezra was there, and then, like, right before Santa had got there, his nose started kind of running a little bit, and we're like, fuck, is he getting sick? And he was having a good old time, you know? Uh, Santa shows up, and the whole time Ezra's, like, clapping, and every time it was like, oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin, ah! Yay. And then when it was his turn... Wasn't not having, having it. He was not having it. He cried. He was all fucking pissed off. He likes Santa from afar. Yeah, 100%. Um, Who was Santa this year? My cousin, Michael. So oh. you, I know you've probably done this for three years, but explain the Santa tradition. Well, I don't really want to ruin it if oh, okay. no one's ever... No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
So, and this actually, it's funny because every year somebody shows up that's never been there before to our, to my grandma's house. So the tradition in our house is if you are there, if you are present when Santa is there, everybody in the household gets a present. So basically, and they have to, and they have to sit on Santa's lap. Well, we try to force people, but not everybody does it. Like Raquel ah, didn't sit on his lap. Oh. Um, Raquel disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you know, I try to. I try but did to make she her. get close for the picture? Yeah, yeah, she took a picture. Oh, okay, that, I mean, um, still, that's kind of half-assed. So disappointed, Raquel. We're gonna have a talk. My aunt had a friend or whatever. He came to have a drink with her or whatever, and you know, he's sitting in the back, and they call his name, and he's like, "What the fuck, like." What the hell yeah. is happening? Like, yeah. So they called his name and he went in, you know, sat on Santa's lap. Uh, Good for him. It's, you know, this is way more for the kids than it is for the adults. But now it's just funny because when the adults show, like, yeah, you know, they like trip out, like, oh, what the fuck? Well, uh, Melissa, which is Sai's girlfriend, her daughter, she's I think seven. She still believes in Santa. Ooh. So I heard her talking to her mom, going like, like. Like Santa doesn't know I'm here. Like he, he. There's no way he brought me a gift. And you, her whole demeanor changed when oh. gifts were being called, and she assumed who she was. She was going to get one, right? And then when they said her name, this is actually like the magic this moment. Of Christmas. This, yeah, this moment is what I'm excited to see when Ezra's like old enough to understand what's going on. Yeah, her face lit up, dude. And it was so fucking cool when they called her name, you know, and she sat on his lap and got her gift. And and then even when she got her gift, she was like, I don't want to open it here. I want to open it when we're all together at home. And although, like, from outsider point of view, I'm like, no, 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 you got the gift here, open the gift here. But, like, I understand, like, her point of view is, like, yeah, she wants to open it with, like, Cy and Melissa and, like, them as, like, their own little family, right? Either way, I'm I'm, I'm not going to talk shit about a seven-year-old. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, like, saying, like, you know, it, typically I'd be like, hey, you know, fuck that. You need to open that here. Um, <laughs> Did she open it there? No, she didn't. You got, everybody basically let her take it home to open Nah, it. nobody told her. I mean, they we, we go through it because there's so many people. Dude. Oh, it's like, okay, next, next. Yeah, no one's going to yeah. follow up on the opening of the gift. Huh? Exactly. Um, so... You know, there were two people there that had never been there before that weren't expecting gifts. Uh, and this has happened, like I said, multiple times. I mean, one people, of them being a child. One of them being a child that fucking, they Which glowed. is so much more important. Exactly. Yeah. It's just funnier with the adults. Um, <laughs> so that part's always fun. I, I mean, that, to me, like, I, I can't speak for anybody else's family, but like, that is the, inner, like, I don't want to say tolerable because I don't want to say I don't tolerate my family, but like, <clears throat> you know, sometimes you can only be around your family for so long and then it's just kind of like, all right, I want to go home. Like, yeah, I've got, I've got, other... I got stuff to do. Yeah. I'd rather be at home. <laughs> so like that part is always fun. Cause well, one, as you guys can tell, I fucking talk shit. Well, my family's no better than me. Like they fucking talk shit the whole time. And it's funny. I sat on Santa's lap and I sat all over him. They're like, hey, don't break his legs. Like, you know what I mean? So that part's fucking super fun. Um, and then we went back to the house. 
exchange gifts with my mom and and uh, my brother and Melissa or whatever. And you know, we didn't have the kids. They uh, go they go with their dad on Christmas Eve because that's their day. Yeah, like with their family or whatever. Um, and then Christmas Day, uh, th- that's we were gonna go with you, but because the baby wasn't feeling good the night before, he was kind of had a runny nose. The next day, like He's literally, done. Kev. So our couch is very similar to this as far as like there's a, a leg, yeah. you know, to it. It's a section. Oh, sectional. Sectional. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't. I didn't know. What it, I couldn't think of what it was it called. Sounds sexual. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's been sexual. Uh, there was a time period from like three to like six o'clock in the afternoon. The baby woke up from his nap, and he did not leave my chest. He was yeah. just not feeling good. And then the next day, he was totally, totally fine. So this is, sounds awful to say as a parent, but for everybody out there, bear with me. Try and give a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Hear the spirit of what I'm about to say. When your kid is sick, it's such an awesome moment when they like feel like shit and need you. It's horrible. You don't want your child feeling sick. It, there are many, I remember two times where RJ had a fever. It just kept going up 101, 102, 103. And it was like, I can't fucking do anything to get this kid's fever down. Like you just feel so helpless but those moments that they're sick, it's just like, come here. Like, I'll hold. Like, I'm truly here to help you. Like, that's my job. Um, and RJ was sick recently. <laughs> Poor kid. He, he was throwing up. He's like, Dad, my tummy doesn't feel good. I was like, do you feel like you're going to throw up? He goes, I don't know. Either that. Or I'm gonna have the horrible shits. Did he say shits? No. Well, oh. he said he said squirts. But I said, look, dude, if you have the shits, you're on your own. If you're gonna throw up, go throw up. And if I don't come, just yell, Dad, and I'll be there. So he goes, Dad, I, I think I gotta drop a deuce. Okay, so it goes into the bathroom, and I hear water hitting the water, but it didn't sound like shit. So I open the door, and this poor kid's throwing up into the toilet. And 12 is very different than 2, but at 12, his head's in the toilet, and he's just he, goes, he just starts barking orders. Dad, can you flush the toilet so I don't have to smell this? Yeah. Do you think you could get me a towel so I I can wipe my mouth? On it. Can I get a glass of water to drink? My throat hurts. Like, cool, I got you. He's just barking orders. And I go, try drinking some pickle juice. And I know everybody, it's, it's a Japanese thing. They have pickles in Japan? Oh, we pickle a lot of stuff. We pickle everything. Lots of fish. Because they didn't have refrigeration back in the day. So you pickle it, you brine it, it stays longer. Hmm. 
my grandma always used to give me a little bit of pickle juice. She also gave me, we call them omoboshis in Japanese. They're the, in Mexico, they're the plums that are in the little packages at the liquor store that are in the juice. Yeah. It's just a plum that's pickled. It's salt brined water. She used to give me one of those when I wasn't feeling good. Like, here, eat this. It's sour, but it's like the vinegar and the salt helps settle your stomach. I don't know. My grandma was a fucking psychopath, but it always worked. So now I go, here, dude, just sip on a little bit of pickle juice. I hand him a little shot glass. You just take a little bit. It helps get rid of the throw-up flavor, like in your throat. And the vinegar helps kind of settle your stomach down. Huh. I've I've been doing it since I realized what the fuck my grandma was actually doing. Like the omoboshis, it's not like they were magic plums. It was just vinegar and salt. It was just something to eat. Well, pickles the same fucking thing. So that's what I've been doing. And I think it makes a huge difference after you throw because it's so strong. It takes away that horrible throw up flavor in your throat. And, and you fill your the little thing in the back uh, of your throat. It's all yeah. raw and shit. Uvula. No, vulva. No, vulva is your pussy. Uvula. <laughs> <laughs> Not my pussy. But, yeah. So I get when he laid on your chest all day. He fell asleep three, three or four different times. And just woke up like 30 minutes later just being on my chest, dude. It, it's a sweet time, but it's horrible. Well, it was horrible because I had to take a shit. <laughs> and he, and then when I would go to put him down, like lay him on the couch, he would like hold me tighter. Yeah, it sucked. It, but I mean, you know. But it's a great he, feeling that. So yeah, a sense of like, you know, I, purpose, I guess. Yeah. Um. But, I mean. Truthfully, like he got over it in one day, which was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it, it I don't kind of ruined, not ruined, but it kind of like fucked up our plans. You know, because we were supposed to go to my dad's house on Christmas Day, and we, I, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. Yeah. So a week later, New Year's comes. So apparently, we have a new tradition in this house. It's get sick and stay home. It's happened the last few years or what? So three years ago was 2020. Yeah, everybody was sick. Everyone stayed home. We ended up partying on the patio, met the neighbors, drank with them till the husband literally got so drunk he just disappeared. Then after we counted down, it was like he we counted down, we're drinking about one... 32 o'clock he was gone wife goes we're like all right we're out we'll go to bed that was 2020 2021 we actually had covid so we sat here getting over covid rang in the new year watching tv this year yvette got sick she just was feeling bad not bad enough to not get drunk, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, where are we going to go? We were going to go cowboy country. 
one of my uh, one of my clients was drinking in Fullerton was like, hey, we're going to do day drinking. And their day of drinking always turns into night drinking and then like three o'clock in the morning. I can't do that all but, day. But, you know, it was like, there's another plan. Like, <sighs> so we ended up doing the uh, country Christmas, or no, not country, uh, country countdown, New Year's, watch the ball drop. It was actually a big uh, musical note from Nashville. Turn the stereo on kind of high and listen to some some country music until, I don't know, about 1 and then go to sleep. went to sleep about one fifteen. I'm sure you were asleep at one fifteen. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, go ahead. Sorry. Before you go, you know one of my, uh, my favorite New Year's traditions the cheese and uh, the the sausage and cheese and crackers, right, or something like that. I wake up every New Year's Day. Oh, there was no game. There was. There was full pro football. It's okay. Okay, it's not the point. Okay, I thought that's where you were going with that. I wake up every January first, and I just start going down on some sausage. <laughs> it's kind of a tradition. I get myself a Hickory Farms summer sausage. I get the smoked cheddar cheese. I throw that spicy mustard crap away because it's not my thing. Put some regular yellow mustard out there. I'll eat their crackers. In fact, they're right over there on top of a box of Triscuits. But I really like eating them with Triscuits. I get my, my, you know, my pocket knife out. And I just start chiseling away at that sausage. And just I just start working it down, working it down, eating the sausage. Just You take it and you just hold that sausage tight in your hand. Do you peel back the layer or do you leave there's, it away? I mean, there's obviously that outside reddish-brownish layer that you kind of have to just move, get out of your way. I peel it back. And then I try and do a quarter at a time. So I'll just... Start working the first quarter, then the second quarter. Then Are you two-handed or? It's small enough where I can one-hand. Um, but really, it's it's the balance of how much sausage to how much cracker, how much cheese. It's a ratio. And then uh, you definitely have to lube it up with some some mustard. And it never it never goes well after drinking all night. It's the fault you're you're messed up for. I was gonna say I'm sure when you burp that up because I'm oh, I know I know initially you probably don't burp it up, but after like an hour into it, it's god awful. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. horrible. You just want to die. But Does she even kiss you? She doesn't kiss me anyway. So oh. there's no kissing and hugging. Sure. Boy, we just want loving. I don't think those are the lyrics. Anyway, if you go straight to fucking. Since I've been with uh, with my wifey, she with has the old ball and chain. <laughs> the old, uh, she's like, "I'll get you your summer sausage for Christmas." <sighs> she forgot. No, 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 no. She remembered. She's it been was... very good. She's got every year, every year she's gotten it. This year, she got the jumbo box, so two sausages. Oh, great! Because she wanted one. 
She wanted the sausage, and I got to have my own sausage. So, you so know, it was a threesome of sausages. Boom, boom, boom. Double fist in the sausages. Take my first bite into that son of a bitch. Whew. This doesn't taste right. Take my second bite into it. Something's it not expired? right. It's my mouth is burning. Oh, it says our video ended, dude. Okay. Over there on the thing. Yeah, yeah. We got. Uh, I mean, what is a? If I said it, I meant it. Episode without a little drama. Uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, no worries. Um, two sausages. I don't know where this is going. I'm, 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 I'm very intrigued. <clears throat> I'm gonna spell this wrong on purpose because I give uh, Marco all kinds of shit. Well, Marco doesn't really spell right on in most cases. Let's be honest. The, the the audience on our podcast that nobody listens to is not going to like this. A lot of dead air. Just keep it going, folks. Hey, keep, well, keep, I mean, I'll, keep us alive, man. I'll be the fluffer, but I can't promise you I'm going to finish. Fluffers don't finish. They just facilitate somebody else finishing. Sheesh. Are we good? All right. Suddenly we're back to an hour, it seems like. Maybe. I don't know. So, so in the past, Instagram limited us to an hour at a time. But maybe it's because we are at a residential location. No, nah, I don't think that matters. I don't know. When we were at uh, at the collab, it was – I said I wasn't going to be picky. I'm going to be a little picky. It was crooked earlier, dude. So, Yeah. I don't want to tell you anything. All right, so tell us about your sausage. I actually appreciate you not telling me something. Kind of would have drove me crazy. So after about the fourth or fifth bite, taking the sausage to the mouth, I look down and it says spicy recipe. And what do you normally get? Regular. Oh. She got the wrong one. Yeah. And you're still with her? The month ain't over yet. That's grounds for termination. As soon as our Verizon contract is up. <clears throat> so I... We had a very long conversation about who I am as a person. Do you even love me? And... After the audience hears about your New Year's, I want to have a conversation about who I am. And expectations? I mean, my New Year's is going to be really quick, so it's not like <laughs> I have a fucking grand story. I don't to need to you. write it down then. No, no, you don't even take notes. Uh, we went to dinner with Raquel's aunt and uncle, which was cool, but we just went to Veracruz, nothing crazy. Which aunt and uncle? Uh, Ralph, the drummer. Yeah, the drummer. Got a story about him too. Yeah, did you see him at the Tamarack? No. Oh, um, 
we went to dinner with them at Veracruz. Was home by like eight o'clock. The baby was tired. He went to sleep. And then uh, I don't know if you know this, but like on Netflix, they'll tell you like, oh, this movie's gonna be playing until this date, and then oh yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be off. Ending right? soon, yeah. Where Cal's favorite movie is Crazy Stupid Love, and I, we, you know, we, it's so crazy. No pun intended. Um, was it stupid? No, and yeah, not to be stupid and to be to be honest, I love like, where this well, the love was there for both of us. Okay, but you don't know what to watch anymore when you have these apps because you there's so much content on there. Have you ever done that where you're like you go to Netflix, then you go to Hulu, yes. and you go to fucking Prime? Or and, I want to watch something specific. And you can't was find it, it on Netflix or was it on DirecTV Prime or was it on Hulu? Like what fucking streaming service was this on? So rather than go through all that because we had just got home, it was like, you know, by the time the baby went to sleep it was like eight thirty nine. I was like, fuck, what do you want to watch? So we started to kind of watch, like, the ball drop in, like, New York or whatever. Terrorist attack, by the way, in New York City, interestingly that, enough. That day? Yep. Oh, shit, I didn't hear about that. Hatchet or machete. Okay. Attacked a cop. Crazy. Well, anyway, um, and then I was like, this is, like, kind of boring me. <laughs> you know, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, like, I don't, like. I don't want to watch other people partying, you know what I mean? Right. Um, That's that is one good thing about our country Christmas, like they actually have people performing, so we turn the music up relatively loud. I do have a question about and it's like country. Cool. We could sing about that. So then that's when I said, oh, you know, you said that Crazy Stupid Love is going to be taken off. Let's watch it one last time. So we watched it, and then it got us to, like, 11.30 or whatever it was. And then, um, you know, we put the thing back on, even though it says, you know, there's a countdown in New York, even though yeah. they already did it. Happened three hours ago. You know, happy new year or whatever, and then we went to sleep. Like, we, we were asleep by, like, 12.15. Like, it, we weren't even up that late. So our New Year's was very – we didn't even drink. Like, it was very, very mellow. Um it's hard to do something when you have a kid, you know, like yeah. when he's that little. If I he's a little it. older, it's different, you yeah, know, but. I, no, I, I completely understand. I, uh, we made some, like, mimosa champagne. I ran into Rick's mom at uh, Stater Brothers on. Was she buying mimosas, too? No, she was not. I didn't even recognize her. I had my earphones in. I was just grabbing stuff. And then she goes, Kathy. Because that's all I can hear. I'm yeah. listening to music. Oh, my gosh. Ms. Mora, like. I take my earphones off. I talk to her for a little while. Then I text Rick. Ran into the nicest lady at Stater Brothers. <laughs> Don't know how she's related to you. <laughs> like, she's so much better than you. So much better. But you know, made some champagne, orange juice, which I know is a mimosa, except we also mixed pineapple juice and a little I think that's what makes it a mimosa. Is it? I think so. There's a... They make mimosas with strawberry yeah, that's or true. whatever, yeah. raspberry. Maybe it is still. I, yeah, I don't know. You had a question about country music. Yes. Is it, is it New Year specific or just country music in general? In general. Okay. I've noticed over the last three or four years that country music has been more popularized it's been more pop eight to ten 
eight to ten years, it is gone. So on my radar, meaning like people that I would have never thought listen to country, now listen to country, Rick being included. Yeah, Rick's yeah. Okay. Rick's listened to country for a long time, oddly enough. Does that upset you? Are you like happy that it's in more households, that it's more of a accepted I'm way happier that it's accepted and it's in more households and that more people tolerate it and more people enjoy it. I think it's, it also is more beneficial for, I don't want to say our society, but your cult, our cult. I, I, it just has a different value system that I think is, there's just more generalized topics in country. Every third song is about drinking. Like when you listen to the radio and like, Every third song will talk about drinking. There's the cliche like America. Um, don't ever listen to country music if you're going through a breakup. It's the fucking worst. But I like it because I hear it more places. I can play country music and I don't get 15 people telling me to shut it off. It's only eight. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it makes me happy that more people listen to country music. It's funny because it frustrates me that I feel like, like it's Like MERS becomes f- popular and you don't like it? or It's like I feel like people are just being followers. Like nobody's – like. I don't feel like country music's changed that much in the last 10 years. It has lost a lot of its twang. Um, it's more, it's probably more, when I say changed, I mean like, it's not like the topics have, yeah, like it's still yeah. like kind of like similar. I would you know, maybe say more pop or maybe more pop or more like electric guitar. You know, the old fashioned like, wow, wow, wow. That's the, that's a twang. It's actually an instrument. That's kind of gone away and a lot more electric guitar, a lot more bass has helped make it more of a, but I feel like a lot of people are only into it because like, it's the popular thing to do. I I don't feel like it's like, like they would ever listen to it in any other case. Like all of a sudden you were a hip hop head and then now you're like all into fucking. That's interesting. I don't uh, know. Like country and shit? Like, I don't know. Yeah, because... It's just interesting to me. I'm not I'm not sure about an individual's... Um, I mean, I'm just looking at it from a whole. Like, I, holistic, I, I see yeah. people, and all of a sudden, like, they were all, like, into Drake and, you know, Kendrick, and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, I'm fucking all country. Like... I'm only listening to Luke Bryan. I'm all, or whoever, yeah. It's just yeah. kind of like... Okay, that's kind of weird, but it is. A, I mean, you can be you can be in a lot of music genres, and I get it, but it's just it's very front runner ish 
because country's like the in thing right now. Is it really? I feel like it is. Huh. I've never been into the in thing. <laughs> yeah, you went from rooting for the Memphis Grizzlies to the Lakers. Well, they traded, they traded my boy Powell. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have to. But yeah. you're, it's the same fucking genre, but now they're like the front runners. Huh. So a bunch of people jumping on the Lakers instead of liking Memphis. Yeah. And finding their way. I in. mean, whatever. I yeah. I don't, I don't listen to country. It doesn't really. I, I was interested in what you thought because I felt like there's just a lot more random people listening to country. I than think I if there's, you know, if there's a genuine enjoyment of something, that makes me happy. When people are like, oh, I just. Yeah, like, oh, Luke Bryan was on American Idol, and his songs are cool. All right, cool. Like, who else have you listened to? Like, who else do you like? Oh, I, I don't know. Like, that one guy. That See, because if he was a hip-hop person, like, if it was, like, a hip-hop, like, artist, underground, whoever, like, if you don't know who they are, like, those people get upset. Like, you're not a hip-hop guy. You don't like underground, like. Yeah, so like, that's why, that's why I can't come up and be like, I like Murs. Like, what oh, cool. song? What song? Like? What's your favorite song? Uh, like, I have one. Like that one. Cool, right? Like, yeah. The, the I don't know. Name a song. Give me, give me, give me one of the songs. Uh, Badman. Badman. Like, oh, Badman. That's the shit. Your next question would be like, off of what album? I I don't know. It's just Badman. Like, but but I got a Murs shirt. <clears throat> yeah, but you only like one. song song like i i i'm not hip-hop but there's one song from swiss beats that i like but hip-hop heads are like that though that and i i guess that's where here's what's in go ahead i i, I would say that's where like hip-hop is different than other genres because where if yeah. you're a singer someone can write and compose a, a song for you and you just sing it and nobody bats an eye because it's like you're an amazing singer. But when you're in hip hop or when you're a rapper, if somebody else wrote your lyrics, they, it's like frowned upon. So it's just different. You know what I mean? Yvette and I were having this conversation recently and I, and I don't know if it's kind of where, where your mindset is going, but we were talking about like rock bands a lot of times there's lines like, oh, you're, you're an audio slave uh, style band. Yeah, but we're Metallica. We're rock. Oh, you want to be like uh, 311? That's cute. We're corn. Like there's these very high walls. Well, it's like subgenres. With hip hop, it's your East Coast, your West Coast. But then within East Coast, West Coast, there's territory. It's almost like. Oh, yeah. There's underground. There's mainstream. Right? There's. So there's not there's there's it's very segmented and territorial. With country, you've got a lot of people doing like there's not really and, and maybe it's because it's a much smaller group. There's not really a whole lot of territories. There's not a lot of walls. Everybody kind of collaborates with other people. Not a lot of um, beef, huh? There's some, but not not nearly 
to the level of any other specific genre. I don't think there's a, you know, let alone combined when, when like Blake Shelton and Kelly Clarkson, they do the same show, you know, the voice you've got Justin Timberlake who actually did tours with, um, 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 oh my God, uh, Chris Stapleton. Like they have, I, years ago, I sent you the Chris Stapleton, Justin Timberlake country music mashup where they both did their songs and it was fucking amazing. Partially because they both are very different singers. Justin is, he can hit a range that's very, very impressive. But then you have Chris Stapleton who has just such a raw and rugged voice. The, the paradox of it was incredible. But you've got people who are always doing songs with other people. Um, they're always country music has a lot. Like if you can't sing, you're not in country. You don't have to be able to sing to be in hip hop. You have to be able to rap or speak words quickly. But even at that with auto tune and a lot of these, um, computer programs you don't even need to really be good at that you need to write your own lyrics but not everybody does um with rock you have to be able to write songs but like you don't really have to it's better if you do i'm not saying you don't have to but like green day only sang three notes um i i it's a very unique situation that country music is in. And it, and it doesn't answer the question of why people are jumping on the bandwagon per se. I, like I said, I, it's just cause in thing, it's just the popular thing is what it is. Why do you think it's become popular? Hmm. That I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't give you like a well thought out answer. I'm not sure. I just, it's just, I've noticed that more people have been, you were the only person that I knew that listened to country. And then one day Rudy listened to country. And then apparently Mark Torres listened to country. Yeah. And it was like, okay. But then it kind of ended right there. Right. And then one day I, I got in Rick's car. And he was listening, and I was like, okay. And then after that, it was just like all these random people I would see on Instagram. Shark likes country. Yeah. Well, he tolerates it. He he enjoys it. Um, uh, ants. See, I didn't know, you know about ants. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I if I was pressed for an answer. I would say that your calibration may have been off because country has been my number one music genre. Mm -hmm. You may not have noticed that everybody else had it as number three. You know, you on, on people's radios, it may have gone, um, K-Rock, 
power Kiss FM, you know. Yeah, then, then, what, then what, there's whatever, a country. whatever the country's uh, station is. Or vice versa, power, K-Rock, whatever. And then that number five on your button may have always kind of been country. I also think that with the development of technology, as odd as this sounds, more DJs, more mixing, People don't quite realize that you really you can mix country music in with any other type of music. Like well, you could go B- from still has a BPM. You could go from Beyonce to a uh, you know a Luke Bryan song. I, I guess probably now that I, I'm thinking about it, what probably moved it into the mainstream is Little Nas X, and I didn't think about that till right now, and that's 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 pretty fucking obvious. No, I I disagree because Little Nas X was not. He's country, but everybody in country's like, yeah, okay. But that's the gateway. Is that's that's all that mattered. He opened up the fucking floodgates. I think it was the talent shows when Kelly Clarkson, who was the first American Idol. She went pop. Okay, she did Kiss FM star. And again, sorry if you're listening out of state. Kiss FM is the local top 40 pop station. Ryan Seacrest is on that motherfucker. Yeah. And then what everybody kind of got a little bit older. About 15 years later, Kelly left pop, went to country. Um, Oh, Taylor Swift probably opened it up too. Uh, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, Darius Rucker, stopped being, you know, that college rock scene. He went country. So it's been, you're saying it's been evolving for years. I think it evolved with age. As people got older, it was, hmm. I'm not, and there's less hip hop crossover, but Tim McGraw did a song with Nelly probably 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, over uh, and over again. So, you know, it's it's kind of like do what I love uh is do you like smoked sausage on New Year's oh, Day? Oh, I love to, and two, just boom 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 boom. But not but not spicy. Do you love <laughs> music? Do you love singing? Do you th- I love those people who do. Christina Aguilera did a song with Blake Shelton after the voice again, another um, talent style TV show. Blake ended up marrying Gwen Stefani. The fuck at like, who, how did that come about? He's a big dude. huh? Yeah. He's like six, four. When I saw him, he he's, it was like, you could tell he's tall. We were uh, maybe four, 50 yards from the stage and you could tell like you're fucking tall. I think that the first step was Garth Brooks who made country less stand on stage with a guitar and just sing. He brought a performance like an event to it, to it where you're like, Oh shit, this dude jumped on a, on a rope and swung out over the audience and came back. He made songs 
upbeat, faster. Because that's what a you know people want to hear upbeat song. I like some of the slower, uh, melancholy songs when you're in the mood to just relax and and hear. But when you're driving in, the, especially me, people might be different. But when I'm driving in my truck and I'm driving fast, I want to hear fast songs. When we're you know at the like a pool. You said to me like this is a cool song. It's upbeat. It's it's. I forgot what term you use, but it's like. Uh, I like the. Um, it's like up tempo. It's no. I I like the energy or like ooh, something like that. This song has good energy. Yeah. Like. Well, that, that thing is like. And I don't know if it's just because it's fast. No, it doesn't have to have be. It doesn't always have to be fast. But it's just like when there's a like you you just hear something and you're just like oh. All right, like, it, 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 like, so you're 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 trying to put like up tempo or upbeat with like good energy. Like, you can listen to a song that's like a slower song, but if there's like a just a certain energy to it, it like you can relate to it without even knowing what the words are. Interesting, because there's a couple of country songs that come to mind immediately that are a little slower, but like, it's about having that one last party with your boys. It's about look, I'm I'm leaving to go to college, which you know, we never left town, but I'm gonna throw one last banger. I'm in Long Beach. I'm gonna pound one out with my chick. I'm gonna jam like it's slow, but it goes all right. Like you feel it. And I think with country music, because it's so story driven. Because it's so, this was my experience, and out of ten songs, you may only be able to relate to four. But those four that you relate to, you go, oh, shit. You and I have never picked sang out of a holla. I don't even know what that is. Picking ginseng out of uh, out of the riverbed. That's a holler where it's a little bit lower, where like overflow water might come and settle. Okay. But we can both relate to a summer coming to an end where it's like, damn, you're sunburned. You've been partying. You've been drinking. Maybe there was that one girl you met at that one beach party and you both pretended like you were going to like continue a relationship after, but you both knew it. Like this is just for this weekend. It might be a slow song, but now that I feel the, um, I, I can be in that moment. Yeah. Sometimes songs just have energy. Like there's just like an energy to it, like an aura or whatever. And, I guess, I mean, not literally switching gears, but just with, like, my son getting, like, older and, like, now, like, he, I mean, he's been into music for a while. Yeah, he really, for being two. But. Almost two. I remember I was telling the story to the, some of the guys at work about, it's so crazy that his, one of his favorite songs is Yeah by Usher, right? And I'm like, it's so old of is a it song. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm like, it's such an old song, but, like. It's old to you and I because it came out 
so long ago, but it's new to him. We've heard it for 15 years, yeah. but he's it, heard he's only heard it for three months. And then I followed that up with like, you know, I guess what it comes down to is just good music is good music, regardless of whether it's 50 years old or a year old. Like if it's good music, it's good music. So there's a there's a very niche show called That's My Jam. Uh, I think it's an NBC show. It's hosted by Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. I've never watched it. Watched it a few times. They have celebrities come on and, you know, whatever. It's it's a pretty shitty show. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, Jimmy. But, but for some reason, our family has gotten into it. Uh, Taraj from Empire. Taraji something. P. Henson or something? Yeah, she was on one time. She can sing, you know, and it's just uh, Rita Ora, obviously, but her husband. And I don't know. It's just kind of one of those niche style clip shows. But they had the the hosts of The Voice on, right? So there's Blake Shelton. There's John Legend. They had Kelly Clarkson and they had... Ariana Grande. So Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande, they're doing this competition where they would throw out a song and they had to sing that song, right? So first one that comes up is like Tony Braxton, um, you know, a song. So then Ariana Grande singing it. Then it's a, um, you know, a Whitney Houston song back and forth. And, there's there I was impressed. I didn't realize Ariana Grande had a voice. I thought she was just like a character, but she can actually sing. But what impressed me was that if you can sing, it doesn't matter whether it's a country song, R and B, rock. You they were those two girls were just going back and forth singing it. Each one each song a little more difficult than the last and the two of them just knocking it out of the park. And then at the end, you know, Kelly Clarkson's singing a song and then Ariana Grande just harmonizes. Here's a country singer. I don't know if you call Ariana Grande just pop pop. Okay. You could put Beyonce on there. You could put any Adele and go, all right, you four ladies, sing this song. Yeah, because talent will always rise to the top. It's, yeah. it's just something about – it doesn't matter if Adele is probably pop, right? Ariana Grande pop. Beyonce, R&B, maybe hip-hop, whatever. Kelly Clarkson. You can bring them all together and go, all right, sing a song. And it's fucking impressive. And it doesn't really matter – what song it is because you know talent when you hear it i like i like voices i like singing and it might be why i never really got into hip hop as much yeah because there's no it's 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 all wordplay it's just so funny how the two different dynamics of like hip hop versus any other genre that's basically singing like they they like 
like I said earlier, they frown upon rappers that have other people write lyrics for them. Yeah. But like, if you found out somebody from Van Halen got their lyrics written by somebody else, like nobody's gonna fucking care. Oh, country music. There are people who write country music songs. Yeah, the ghostwriters. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah, it. I don't look down on hip hop artists for not writing their songs. Like, can't it? There are some country songs that have a tempo of uh, lyrics that is equivalent to hip hop, right? They're they're rapping basically <laughs> through the song. It's fucking hard, whether it's hip hop. Whether it's country, whether it's rock, to be able to speak quickly, clearly, and precisely, precise, and like I was telling RJ the other day, try to sing it without preparation, without practice. Breathing is hard. You have to know when you could take a half a breath, a full breath, and if there's a long moment coming, you have to prepare yourself ahead of time. Big breaths. Big, giant breath. Why were you so hard, or why did you dislike Little Wayne so much? Mm, I think a lot of it was I didn't understand him, like his lyrics. Because he wasn't clear with how he spoke? Yeah, and there there was one song I remember I heard, and it was just like a stupid line, and I was like, oh, really? This is the guy that everybody's saying is fucking the greatest? But then you have to understand that everybody has a stupid line. Everybody has like oh, yeah. something that just kind of like didn't work, but like they really, put it out. You, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm still not like a huge fan. There's not like any song or album that. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, I, I I would say of the artists that I was, like, against the most, Drake was one of them. I mean, I've told, I, I've said this, I think, on this podcast, but, like, Drake is probably the greatest artist of all time. Really? I mean, the you guy put. You say artist, do you limit that specifically to, like, hip-hop, R&B, or just Rock, country. I say, I say everything because really, if you want to say talent, okay, you can always argue Michael Jackson or somebody from the Beatles or whatever because they played an instrument and they danced, right? Right. Aretha Franklin. That's fine. Whitney Houston. If you want to say that, that's fine. I'm saying artists in the aspect of the amount of projects he puts out on a yearly basis. The amount of number ones that he's put out. And the fact that, like, when you're putting out that many projects, and majority of them are pretty fucking good, how do you argue that? Would Kanye West be up there because of the amount that he's produced? Like, when you say great, like, basically the things that he has his hands mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah, I mean, so as far as, like, competition, I guess, and I'm only talking about hip-hop. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not going to speak about somebody from country or, or Oh, I guess, that's, that was my thing, was when you say Drake of the greatest artist, that... I I am including that, but I'm not, if you're going to argue me somebody else... 
Like I, mean, I could throw I'm, Whitney I'm, Houston I'm, and you go, well, okay. I mean, I whatever. If that's what you think, you're okay. entitled to your decision. But I will say this, like, from what I know as far as facts goes, is like he has multiple songs in like the top ten yeah. of every billboard oh, yeah. every, every month almost. Multiple songs in the top fifty, multiple songs in the top one hundred. Yeah. Like he'll even when they, they talked about like I don't know if it was his last album or the one that was like kinda like up tempo, upbeat, like everyone's like, Oh my god, this is like the worst album ever. And it still had like yeah, bangers you, on it. You still listen like his to worst it, is yeah. still better than most people's best. You know what I mean? Like, so, although I'm still not, like, a huge fan of him, I mean, I'm he's more tolerable um, to me now. And I, I just... To say... So, the only thing I take... I don't know. I don't want to say offense, but... I, I, I take an argument to is to say that he's the... And let me ask you this. Did, I don't know if... Did you say he's the greatest ever or you just say he's right now i think he's the greatest artist ever that's hard for me to well yeah it's it's, a, it, it's an arguable fucking yeah. um stance like you know what i mean like there's that, the only, only i thing can't I, get on board with that because people are gonna always argue like michael jackson or the beatles right and that's okay. fine yeah. but none of them Elvis. have ever had as many number one hits as he had Elvis. Granted, granted, times are different. They don't put yeah. out music like they did, right? Right, right, right. But the facts are the facts. Regardless, when someone in the NFL right now throws for 6,000 yards, yes, right, they're going to say, wow, the game's changed. Yes. They're playing an extra game. Da, 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 I'll da, defend da. that. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll, but it's also against guys that aren't insurance salesmen in the offseason. There's arguments on both ends, right? Right, right. So, I, yeah, my, I, my, I, my only thing would be how many projects has he put out that were bad? And I guarantee you, guarantee you, the amount that were great probably are three to one. It's fucking very rare that he puts out a project that's bad. And that's that's sustained over the course of it. I mean, I don't know how many albums he's put out, but... Yeah, I it's fucking crazy. To yeah. I would say that as far as if you were to tell me I I could change what you're saying and say Drake might be the greatest musical machine. But to say he's the greatest artist I personally have to consider your, whether it be singing talent, instrument talent. He sings too. He may not be the greatest singer of all time. To me, artist, artist is your talent, your singing talent, your musical talent. That's it. So I don't think he can hold Whitney Houston's used tampon. She doesn't she doesn't write her own lyrics. It's a big deal. That's fair. He writes all of his own lyrics plus other people's lyrics. That's fair. Songwriting over But 
let's say both sides. You have to write your own lyrics. Well, I didn't say you have to. Well, no, no, it's no. Just but, an argu- it's just an argument. I'm just saying. What I'm saying is because they're, they're two different people. They, they do two different things. Hold on. Let's say both sides. Let's say you have to write your own lyrics. Would Drake's lyrics be better than Whitney Houston's? Probably. Let's say you can get lyrics from somebody else. Would they be the equal? Yes. Okay. No, I don't know if I agree with that either. That somebody else writes. He's been the lyrics? best rapper for years. But what I'm saying is, they you in the argument, you have to write your own lyrics versus you don't. If you don't, then it's a moot point, right? It doesn't matter because you can Cause if purchase if, the well, best or – Well, because you, you can't purchase the best because he is the best. So you can purchase second, okay, so second she, tier. She buys his or she buys second tier or whatever. My point is that talent, your – But we're not talking about talent. We're talking about artist. I'm talking about sheer like, like what the world is consuming – Easily, come on! You cannot argue that he's not the best artist, dude. Like, I would say Michael Jackson would be be the one that I would argue. I understand, yeah. Winnie Houston's probably way more talented than him, but we're not. I'm not talking about talent. I told you that from the beginning. I get that, but to me, you can't be a musical artist without performance. Well, I mean, form. If you're talking about like sports, you can be Aaron Rodgers and be the greatest probably quarterback we've ever seen, but the real greatest quarterback or the greatest athlete is Tom Brady because he's been winning, right? So who? Okay, so let's use the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Who's the better athlete? The better athlete is Aaron Rodgers. Who's the most decorated? Tom Brady. So. To make the equivalent, Drake would be the most decorated, but not the best athlete. So he would be the most awarded, but not the greatest. Which is why I said he's the greatest artist. He's but, not the he's not the most talented. But but you're the greatest awarded versus the greatest. Which is athlete. what I said. He has the most number okay, ones. Hold on, hold on. So what is Drake? He's an artist. I just told you that he's the greatest artist. But. Then is he the what would be the equivalent of the most awarded? I feel like those are the those are equivalent. Okay, so then the most awarded and the greatest artist you're saying would be like Tom Brady's the most awarded and the greatest athlete. You got to make the equivalent. You, you got to make the what Tom Brady's the greatest awarded. He's got the most accolades. Along with, along with, hold on, hold on. Along with like records and things like that. He's the most, he's got the most accolades, but he's not the greatest athlete. So in the musical equivalent that you put out there, what is an accolade and what is an athlete? I mean, I guess accolade would be like winning. Okay. So in, in, in the music thing, winning. So. He would be uh, – Drake would be the most winning. Yeah, over the course of his career, yes. Okay, so he's – Drake's the most winning. Which I don't think you could argue because Winnie Houston put out that many okay. albums. Drake's the most winning. What would be the equivalent of athlete to musician? Talent. So Whitney's the most talented. 
Drake's the most winning. Sure. Where does artist land? Well, I feel like that goes with, I, again, I, I, what I said is he's the greatest artist. Okay, but, in the we, aspect but of, you're saying winning talent. Where is artist? I mean, artist is just like the football player. So, so who's the, so out of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, who's the greatest football player? Tom Brady. Because he's won the most awards. Not because I've, he's, not because he's, the greatest athlete. Athlete. Yeah. Okay, so it's not talent, it's awards. Because if it was talent, there'd be other people that'd be better than right, him. Right, right. So Tom Brady is not the most talented, he just has the most awards. So Drake well, you have to just you don't 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 uh belittle so, like they, so they Tom Brady is the most awarded. So he's the greatest athlete? Some people say he is. I don't, but some people do. Okay. I do believe that they're – I do believe Aaron Rodgers is a better athlete athlete than him. I think he's a better quarterback too, but okay. he just doesn't have the same accolades. So all I'm asking is what comparison are you making? I, all, my my only argument was that they could be two different things. Like Meaning right. like what right. you're saying is Drake can't hold her tampon. Yeah, no, you're, right. you're right. She is a more talented individual. Okay. But over the course of a career and what they brought to the table, she has hits, but he has a bunch of hits. Like he has more he probably has more hits on one album than she probably has over the course of her career. Right. Don't you think or or let me ask you this. Does an award equal quality? I don't know what award you're talking about. I, I didn't it, say what, awards. Whatever. Uh, number one. That's an award. Is it an award? It's a billboard number one. It could just be a number one streamed song. Okay. Every, a lot of people listen to it. Does that equal quality? I mean, again, I don't like it, but if people like it, what am I going to do? But that, but That's my argument is, is when I say he's the most – he's the – Greatest artist of all time. People fucking listen to him, let, whether he's a hip hop head, singing, like let, let me make an equivalent. Just just for argument's sake. Quantity doesn't equal quality, correct? Drake has definitely quantity. Drake and is, quality. You think so? For 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 his competition, yeah. How are you okay. gonna be, how are you gonna how are you gonna argue that? I'm not. I'm just asking you yeah. a series of questions. It is quality because if it's better than everybody else, what makes it better? The fucking public's telling you it's better. But the public doesn't consume better. The public consumes what's out there. Correct. Okay, so then how are you gonna dictate that Winnie Houston is better than? Because just because you said and because you think because your feeling is that based off of a uh, talent because you said so because she has a higher octave a lower octave range 
Her singing, her vib- uh, vibrato is better than Drake's. Her ability to hit notes. But is those are all. She can but hold. that's all your. No, that's that's. Come, come on, dude. No, no. What I'm saying, not, I'm not. I'm not saying compared to Drake, but I'm saying compared to her competition at the time. That is your opinion. But we're not comparing her against her competition. Yeah, I'm no, no. You're you're comparing Drake. talent now. I'm, those are no, two no. different things. Yeah, I am. Yes. Okay, but so when you talk about talent, yes, the talent has to be against the people that she's competing against no, at that moment. That's not true. That is that's absolutely one hundred percent. Because not I'm, true. we're talking about artists. That's like one separate thing. So I, if, if I'm talking about an artist and them being no, number Rich, one, you're I'm discounting you what artist means. I get it, and I'm telling you that according to whatever the, whatever dictates whether you're a good or bad artist, which is hits. That's but but artist when the the sentence was you said. You think he's the greatest artist. Yes. So I asked, what makes... A musician. No, no, not a musician. Don't change the word. Artist. I want to know what makes up artist. Somebody that makes music. So you could be someone... Someone that makes music is an artist. So are you taking into account all the people like Dre, who may not be on lyrics every song but is producing yeah okay so would you say drake has produced better uh, out produced drake if you if you account for all of his songs he didn't out produce them like like as a and like as not a as producer, a number like, but like i put out as, 700 you put out so that's not what i'm saying as far as like number one hits yeah he's out produced jay okay my, I'll go back to two two questions. Quality or quantity? Because there's a there's something very different. The, the well, other who's thing to really, say that the quality is not good? Just so you're saying that because a bunch of people consume it in one year, or over the course of time, or the fact that like "Achy Breaky Heart" was one of the number one songs in the nation. It is not a quality song. People love it though. I don't know that they love it. It was just what was put out because understand the music, uh, the, the record companies decide, you know, you, you have an album of 12 songs, right? Mm-hmm. Who decides what songs go on the air? Have you listened to all of Drake's songs? And, and this goes for every artist, by the way. So, so I, I know where you're going with this, and I understand. The, it is a it is a media push for what you listen to. Do you get to choose what's on the radio? What's on the radio? Mm-hmm. No, it, it's what is pushed out there over and over. This song is good. Listen, I don't like anything about the song, but you're to- and it's just pushed and played and played. There's no more like I want to hear this song. They don't do that anymore. I. Um, my step. I don't know how many people actually listen to the radio to where that that in, in, but but what's pushed to people? Uh, so someone very close to me, her father is a producer at Radio Disney. One of the things I talked to him about, and I was just curious, like tell me about music, tell me about how things work, and he goes, "What's changed is we don't look for artists anymore." I'm not trying to find someone who's good musically, who can produce and come up with their own songs for three albums. 
I need a, that one song. I need a one-hit wonder that I can push a second and maybe a third hit, and by that time they're going to go try and sign somewhere else, and they'll push that one or two hits. That you hold on to. But it's like I don't need to find – and he, he said it, and I'll tell you off air who he was talking about. He goes, we signed this group. We did everything. We promoted them. We did all of this work. We got their two hits, and they bounced. They went to a different record label. He goes, we had the songs ready. We knew what was good. Like, they pushed that out. So, when I, like, and I'm not, I'm so, not so me, saying Drake isn't great. I'm not even saying he's not the greatest. I will say that he's not the greatest singer. He's not the greatest rapper. I don't know about the production aspect of it. So is, you're saying Whitney Houston is the greatest singer of all time? <sighs> yes. He sounds so confident in that. I, I, because there are plenty of people that will argue that Drake is a better singer. The better. Okay, if I no, not a better singer. I okay, know well, I, know I, he's not I, a better I was singer. curious where you were going. No, sorry. I, people will argue that he's the greatest, one of the greatest rappers of all time. That is something I will not argue with you about because I, I don't. I, I, don't have, I don't agree with that. But people, do all you this think stuff, have, all this stuff is subjective. I, I was going to so say, do you with. think they have? They have a an argument. Point? Yeah, they have an argument. And do you think his? You can argue sounds, it. You can argue it and win. I know this sounds cliche, but Eminem uses words that I've had to look up before. Hmm. I think his. Word choice is better than anyone else before. He may not put the best. Well, he had a fucking 10-year run or whatever it was. So, uh, he, But Drake's not going on 20 years, bro. But would you – what is your opinion? Do you think he's the greatest? No, I don't, I don't think he's the greatest rapper of all time. But I, I was only asking you if you truly believed she was the greatest singer of all time because I can argue that – I feel that in his genre, you can I can argue that he's the greatest. Just along meaning equal well, to hold on, hold on. You can't say you can. I I can argue that uh, the guy that came up with Gangnam Style. No, you can't. I no. can, but no, no. Hold on. I can argue it. It's a stupid argument. You, yeah, you're not going to win that argument. But so, but someone can win the argument if they if they you came believe, with like you like, believe someone could win an argument that Drake's the best rapper of all time because if you looked at like interesting oh, okay oh, so like uh, this guy from um fuck was it one of the East Coast um. Radio stations, he would give like, all right, like this is all, all obviously all subjective, but you the way you look at it is like, who is the greatest rapper year in and year out, right? Okay. And like you got points, you know what I mean? And then you accumulated them, and that's how you I, dictated who the greatest rapper I'm was. Concern about the longevity award, but it's part of it. It's not I, his fault that, that he's been good for the quantity over quality. It's not his fault. I'm sorry that she fucking did drugs and killed herself. Like, I mean, I th come on. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is I think to be the third best for 10 years isn't as – let's say Drake's. Let's say 20 like years. this is going to go against your uh... – Fantasy football? Yeah. It could, but I'd have to look at the numbers. 
<laughs> to be third best for 20 years isn't as good as being number one for 10. Okay. I, but, but I don't know how you would But I, I'm pretty sure he's been number one in number some one of years. In, as a rapper. As a rapper, yeah. Okay. My question is, what do his peers say about him? Well, I'll tell you this. When it comes to battle raps, mm-hmm. people have come at, come at him, and he's won all of them but one. And even that one, a lot of people are saying it's a wash, and that's against uh, Pusha T. And because Pusha T knew some shit about him that nobody do, knew, so it, it came a lot harder. But, like, it, if you're a rapper, if you're, if you're somebody that's in like this industry that – is mostly like rugged and raw and like name mo- name mo- two name two what uh, rappers in the game that are like rugged and raw the game yeah like the game uh fucking old dirty bastard okay like, like just people that are just uh, anybody from Wu Tang like very grimy and they're fucking willing to talk the maddest shit about you how many times have people come at him two three times people don't go at him. Yeah. They don't. Because he is lyrically just as good or better than anybody out there. Okay. That's and again, that's me arguing for him. Right. But I can obviously if if you gave me somebody else and I'd be like, okay, this, this and that, but like Yeah, I don't I that's don't. not but that's not my, my point. And I'm not trying to say he is the greatest rapper of all time, but you but can, you could make you, the argument. You can not just argue it. You can win the argument. Okay. Because the difference between the Gangnam Style is you're not going to win that shit. But you can argue. You it. can argue. You can argue anything, obviously. But it's not just a valid. Talk to Kevin about anything. Yeah. But it's um, not valid. And I'm listen, I don't know enough Drake lyrics. I don't either. I just know that, that he's been great for a very long time and – you look at his streams and can granted I, can I throw this out at you? You can throw whatever you like. The Rolling Stones have been great for fifty fucking years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many new albums have they come out with? Uh they actually just recently came out with a new album. Really? How did it do? Uh was number one according to the information that I know. Which is zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um I, I, again, but, you could look at every year. Every year, if you look at the top ten songs, it's – or not even top top hundred songs, it is peppered. Every time he comes out with a song, it's, it's there. It's peppered with it's his there. songs. And regardless whether the industry is pushing it or not, well, it's still – no, what I'm saying is – but even on the lower level songs, not every artist is putting out as much music as he is. And for okay. it to be yeah. that successful, I mean that's what I mean by – that's why I think he's the greatest artist. But he's just for the record, he's also producing in Canada, where it's half the it's half the ratio. Only maple syrup and him. <laughs> it's and just maybe cra- the it's, blue jays. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. He, it, you know that old saying, uh, when if Nate Dogg's on it, you got a hit or whatever it is. You know. If, yeah, we used to say that at the hood all the time. <clears throat> what is that? I don't know what Ice Cube said. You, you know, it's a hit if Nate Dogg's on it yeah. or whatever. I mean. He's like that. He's like that right yeah. now. Like anything you put him on, it's like it goes to number one or it's in the top ten or it's a fucking – it's a hit somewhere. I'm just very 
when you say like, oh, you're not confident. I, you say artist. Artist. And to me, artist is something very specific to your genre. So an artist is a painter. An artist is a sculptor. An artist is a singer. An artist is a producer. An art, like that's your art. I, I don't know what I would put Drake in, but to me to say artist puts him up against a lot of people who are better at their art. Now, now before you come at me, you know how there's people who, when they go into the draft, they're a defensive end, they're a cornerback. And then you got some people that are just A-T-H. They're just an athlete. They can play whatever position. I can... With the limited knowledge that I have, I can vouch for him being the greatest athlete, the, uh, a miscellaneous grouping of like a decathlete. Is he the fastest in the 100-yard dash? No. But his 100-yard dash also includes a javelin throw. It also includes a marathon. It also He's the Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I knew you were going with that. He's he's the Bruce Jenner of the decathlon. Like, fuck, we have never seen somebody who can do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. Is he the best at A, B, or C? No. But you have to include all ten categories. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, if it works for your argument, sure. I mean, it works for I, that. This is how I'm getting on your side. The thing is, with someone like Winnie Houston, all they have is singing. Like, she doesn't have, she doesn't bring anything else okay. to the table. But then, so Hussein Bolt versus Caitlyn Jenner? No, it was Bruce Jenner at that. We have to get, we have to get this right. Another look at two hours. It shuts us off now. Oh, that's whack. Do you want to take a quick break? No. Oh, well, then let's take a break. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that's all I'm saying. I mean, uh, your argument is Winnie Houston, which I don't know necessarily is a the best argument. She's the pro- If you want to say she's the best singer, that's fine. Yes. But you're talking about the Cathlon and all this other stuff. Okay. But just because you're the fast person in the world doesn't necessarily mean you're the greatest at everything. So if she's the Correct. best singer, that's fine. But like, what else should be in the table? Looks. I, if there's a category of, I would rather have sex with, it would be Whitney Houston over Drake, over Drake. Uh, that makes sense. You, you're, I mean, you're she's dead now, so it's kind of weird, but yeah. no, no, you're a Drake. It's a little odd. Um, no, like I, like I was saying, if, Instead of artist, it, whatever term could be used to define somebody who's on stage, 
behind the machine, um, finding new talent. Do, There's very few people that are doing all that, though. Right. It Like, uh, I don't know what you call him now, Diddy, Puff Daddy. Yeah, but he's a that terrible rapper. That used to be him. You think so? Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't write his own lyrics. Okay. Huh. I'm not, I'm just asking. The only other person that I would say would be on par. Kanye. Would be Kanye. And, I mean, he would be losing to him in the rap side of it, but he'd fucking tower over him on the production side. And Dre. signing people. Yeah, but Dre's not a rapper. He was. He doesn't write his own lyrics. Really? No. I don't okay. know. None of them from... Any of them. From... Any of them. He didn't write... Anyone from, like, the West Coast or... No, when, when he was when he was with NWA, Ice Cube wrote all the lyrics. Him and MC Ren. When he was when he made the Chronic, that was a production between like Corrupt and Snoop Dogg and all them. And then when he made Chronic 2001, um, Jay Z wrote a lot of those lyrics. So, yeah, none of them. Uh, I guess now that you bring it up, you might throw Jay Z in there too. Yeah, and I and again, I wouldn't. I my my thing would be. Artist is very specific. It's funny because I say artist because I feel like it's very vague. Oh, okay. That's that. So that's probably where our difference uh, differences lie. Viewpoint coming. You see a six, I see a nine. Yeah, and then we put it together. We'll just do each it. other out. Yeah, right. Um, I will say I don't know enough about Drake's production side to really. I don't even know if he has one. Say anything about that. Um. But if you can be from Canada and be a success, you gotta you gotta be good. And your name's Aubrey, so like. Speaking of someone from Canada, recently I read a story that Celine Dion was left off. She of, losing her hair? She might be. I oh. Don't know. Anyway, go ahead. She was left off of a top. 200 list of what it was rock and roll not rock and roll no hold on Celine like top 200 singers of all time or something Dion uh, left out of top 200 Rolling Stones, 200 greatest singers of all time. Now, I feel like that might be a better argument than what you're giving me right now. I know you're a huge Celine Dion fan. I mean, when I think of Celine Dion, I think of fucking Titanic. Okay, that's fair. I went through... 200 to, like, I think I stopped at, like, 140. I saw, here's the worst one. I saw someone defined as Congo's greatest singer in that list. There were a few people from Cuba who... In all fairness, I don't know every Cuban singer. There were two other people from Canada. 
there was a few there was one K-pop person on there. There was uh, Would it be called J-pop for you? It would, but we don't produce musicians. Oh. We produce artists like <laughs> Aubrey. I know you're not a gigantic Celine Dion fan. That's putting it lightly. But would you classify her as maybe one of the top 200 singers of all time? I find it funny that she's the one that's like being spotlighted. Right. Like, is there anybody else that's, that is of note to that, that wasn't? No, oh, you know what? I did look at one through fifty. Beyonce's on there. Aretha Franklin, you know, Dusty Springfield, um, you know, all a lot of the the great artists. Um, when you have a list like that, someone's gonna get left off. True. It just there's no and then and then let's just be honest. We're in the world of inclusion, so. Maybe they put something on that list they normally wouldn't have. TMZ is quoted as saying the top eight are all people of color. Okay. I don't know what that means, but black people are better singers for the most, for the most they're, they're better for the entertainers most for, the, for, the, for the most part. There was a lot of controversy. Because of that? Because of where people were. Of course. No one, you're never going to be happy. I can't even talk to you about fucking Drake being a great artist. You're not happy. But there were people like, uh, God damn it. Who's the singer from Pussycat Dolls? The Doors. No, Uh, no, no, not the Doors. Um, Queen. Oh, shit. Probably the greatest male singer of all time. Oh God, oh, God damn it! Um, yes. Fuck. Yes. What is his fucking name? I don't know. Anyway, they had like Elton. Mercury, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Nice job, yeah. dude. Cheers. I was like, fuck. I was like thinking to myself, like, it's like something in our solar system. But what is it? <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, they had like Elton John higher. Than him? Yeah. But the reason why people are so upset is because, for the most part, Celine Dion is considered top 20 female singers of all time. Were there 20 female singers on that list? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Oh, out of 200? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean... There's not that many good female singers, you know what I mean? Well, it, di- was Christina Aguilera on that list? Disagree. Oh, absolutely. I'm joking. I, of course, uh, yeah. I know there's fucking like Adele, a bunch of yeah. amazing female singers, amazing voices, and by far it's a two to one ratio of female singers to male singers. But people are upset. You couldn't find a spot for who most people consider. One of the great, I mean, like your argument with Drake, could you argue she's the best? You could. Would it win? No. Could you argue justifiably that she's in the top 
can. I know you didn't look at the whole list, but like, who would you take off? Uh, Because that's what it always comes down to. It's like, okay, you want to put this person on, who do you take off? Okay. And I don't know if you're going to start naming people that I've never heard of. Well, then I'm absolutely. That's not going to work for me because they we don't know what their accolades are, what their what where they stand in their country. You know what I mean? Like someone like Vicente Fernandez is huge in the Hispanic. Absolutely. And I wouldn't. There, there's a justifiable justifiable argument whether Vincente Fernandez belongs above or below her. I'm sure he'd like to be below her. Well, he might want to be on above her. You know, he doesn't want to crush her. She's really small. Well, yeah, she's pretty frail. But I'll put it this way. Could they be the greatest artists coming out of Nicaragua? Sure. Does that Put you above the woman who sings the soundtrack to the greatest movie about a boat. No. Like it's just that more people have seen and heard her song via Titanic than Ecuador's greatest male artist. I, I just, I don't. 200 is Rosalia. I have no idea what that, that is. Okay. Then I think she should, she could be taken off the list. Uh, Danzig is 199. That's okay. like a newer artist, right? Yeah. Billie Eilish, Burna Boy, Paul Westerbrook. You ever heard of a polystyrene? Rosalia? Yeah. Well, that's a newer artist. Okay. She has a nice track. She's cute. Who? Polly who? Styrene. I know it sounds like a, something pipes are made out of, but S-T-Y-R-E-N-E. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to argue either way. I... If there's people you've never heard of on the list and there's someone you have. But it's worldwide, though, right? So, like, I don't know. May, I mean, but again... I'm sure. Is there anybody out? There has to be other people that have great voices that weren't on that list. I don't understand why she's the one that's like. I think she's the one because she's the obvious. Like Miss Miss. Hmm. It's like going, oh well, you know, let's make a list of the top 100 greatest football players of all time, and you leave off Bruce Smith. You kind of need to put the all-time sack leader on that, right? It, that I think that's where – are you going to say Bruce Smith is the greatest of all time? You're going to lose that argument. He deserves to be in that group. The problem with these lists is you're never going to make people happy. When we did the list of – what did we do the list of? We've done a lot of lists. We did a list of all of the Jews no, that needed no, no. to be rounded up. That's Schindler's list. When we when we oh it wasn't a list, but when we ranked TV shows. Yeah. I remember Stephen, my boy Stephen, like he was complaining that Seinfeld should have been number one. But People, Seinfeld was like that's my thing is we didn't leave Seinfeld off the list. Yeah, they were like number four. We just you could disagree with the rankings. 
to leave Seinfeld off, I would say he's got a legitimate argument. I think that's a legitimate argument. Yeah, I, again, I don't know. There's just people that I just don't know, so I'm not going to say they don't deserve to be on there. But And I think that's my case is if you don't know, they – and it's a little unfair. Does someone from France – could they be as well-known as someone from the U.S.? Probably not. However, was Titanic released in almost every country in the world? Was she the singer on the most iconic song? Like, she's had worldwide influence. You have to put someone who's had worldwide influence. So is it the greatest singer or the greatest? 200 greatest singers of all time. So they're just looking at their voices and they say that, but then it's, what was, um, your girl, which girl, uh, she's in the bedroom flicking her bean. Winnie Houston. Two. Who's number one? Aretha Franklin. Hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. But it's not like they left Aretha Franklin off. It's not like well, Aretha yeah, that would Fr- be like sacrilegious. It's not like Aretha Franklin was seventy. I wonder where Mariah Carey was on that list. She was top ten. Yeah, she was top ten. And it's funny because she probably would be higher, but her voice has actually gotten worse as she's gotten older. She's in the top eight because she's one of the people of color. I guess she's yes. Her voice is probably lost power over time but well i find it interesting i mentioned three people and are two people i guess and they're both in the top 10 um if i had to guess i think adele is 19 yeah adele adele does have a great voice um (sighs) damn all right now i really gotta think about this uh, uh, Kelly Clarkson is in like the 150 to 200. Taylor Swift, uh, she has to be on that list. She's on there. I don't know where. Probably though. top like 25. No, no, not that high. No. Um, they they have somebody who you've never heard of, pretty popular in country music, but was popular before color TV. Named George Jones. He's in the top somewhere around there and he's very he's got a very iconic voice in country music what about a Reba or what's her name the one with the, with the red hair Reba McIntyre yeah I don't know if she's I, I don't know I didn't go through all 200 I went through the top 20 and then like yeah see I don't know singers like that so I'm trying to think like who, who would be in that list that's like in the top 10? Beyonce, is she in the top 10? Yes. Really? Beyonce actually has, I know this is going to come as a shock, but she has a really good voice. But the 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 actual like specifics about her voice, the her what they call vocal range, how high, how low she can go, her uh, control of vibrato, the she her voice is far more impressive than she is as a 
like performer. If she wasn't on stage performing, I think we would hear her voice and be far more impressed with it. Like Adele doesn't perform, but you hear her voice and you go, fuck, that's crazy. Beyonce's is better than that. But you lose some of your vocal abilities as a trade-off for the choreography, the dancing. What about the one that died? What's her name? She is on the list. Amy, Amy, Amy Winehouse. Amy, yeah, Amy Winehouse. Yes, she's on the list. Yeah, that makes sense. And Amy Winehouse has a very good voice. Not as good nowadays. Uh, yeah, it's a little shot. Like, some would say like her voice is dying. Like bony. Yeah. Like it's very, like it's, it's decaying over time. I'm assuming the guy from The Doors is on there. Yeah, Freddie Mercury is pretty high. And rightfully no, so. No, no I, that, The Doors is somebody different. Oh, uh, Jim Morrison. Yeah. Yes, he's I, he's on there. Freddie Mercury is, I think, I don't think he's the highest guy. But I think he should be. The, the, the urban legend, and I don't know that this John is John Legend true. has to be on that list. I don't, that one I don't know. Like I said, I didn't go through everyone. I just found about 35 people that could be replaced with Celine Dion. 35, that's pretty specific. Freddie Mercury, the urban legend is that he has an eight-octave vocal range. So most of the keys on a piano, he can hit from the bottom to the top. Like, he can hit any note. On a piano. That's that's insane. Especially for a guy. Just because guys don't have the vocal range that women do. Women can hit much higher notes typically than men can. Marvin Gaye, top 25? Uh, I saw his name on the list. I don't know where it is. But yes. Um Jackie, or not, uh, Rob- Jackie. Smokey Robinson. Jackie Moon. No, I was going to say Jackie Robinson, but he's not on the list. Smokey Robinson is. And again, my argument isn't where a lot of these people are, though I would say I see things different. My argument is you want to bring a person who 90% of the United States has never heard of. Put them on the list versus somebody who 99% of the United States has heard of. Is it a United States list or is it a worldwide list? It's supposed to be worldwide, but uh, that's my next argument is worldwide, I guarantee you more people have heard a Celine Dion song and her voice is just better. But just because more people have heard it does not mean that she's better? And her voice is just uh, that much better. Did you listen to all the songs of the people that you thought weren't deserving? No. I don't don't need to. No, we don't know. Well, let me ask you this. Why would you put Freddie Mercury higher than who was the one that we looked up? I don't know. Well, whatever that girl was that you looked up. 
uh, with a nice Rocio or something. Yeah, I don't know. So, but but you would feel comfortable putting Freddie Mercury above her. I mean, I, if you're gonna make me choose, I'm, I'm gonna listen to like confirm. But I don't care. I want you to listen and confirm, sir. I really don't care, to be honest. I I I, I feel more bad for her as far Who? as. Um, Rosaline, for Celine Dion. Oh, Celine Dion. Okay. Yeah, um, because I do think she has a good voice, and I I, I know you use the top 100 NFL players as an example, but there was somebody left off. Mm-hmm. Like there just was. Yes, and I think that person that should be left off is the one who you've never heard of. Yes, I agree. Someone's going to get left off. The lesser of the two. But it's just hard when there's somebody that might be like a fucking staple in a country. And they're ah, the best in that country. And Sure. Yeah, and that's probably why they put them on. In that country. It's worldwide. You but. It's, but not, it's not an American list. You're right. She, she's not even from America. That's my point. Somebody who's. So you go around the world. Where's she from? Who? Celine Dion. Canada. With your boy Aubrey. Is Aubrey on the list? I don't know. Mm. I didn't see. I doubt it. Maybe not. Okay. Where's your fury, sir? Why? Now, we should probably. Fear? Fear? We should probably see if he's. No, not the fear. Oh. We don't use that term. You don't? Well. Not in mine, Kampf. Before we go, I had a very serious conversation with Yvette about who I am as a person. Oh, okay. I'm curious. Your point of view. I feel, and I'm right, that I'm a very easy person to purchase gifts for. And my argument is all you have to do is go and find something that I currently have and get you a new one and get me a new one. She says I'm a very difficult person to buy gifts for because I am so ultimately specific. For example, this came up with the whole sausages in my mouth issue. Is it easy to purchase a Hickory Farms summer sausage? I feel it is. But apparently you can buy the wrong variety, which makes it difficult. I'm curious what you feel about that well what i feel is that what makes it difficult is the actual purchase of the gift it's that the failure that comes along with it and Ah. how you make her feel the stakes are high the stakes are high with low positive outcome but high negative outcome yes so the pressure less credit for doing it right way obvious when you get it wrong yes and I'm pretty sure you let her know when she got it wrong versus if she got it right, you're like, oh, awesome, thanks. Yeah. And then you kind of just like move on with your day. I don't know that I just – I'll give you an example. 
$5 back scratcher I got mm. for Christmas. It's a mini version of those green rakes. You uh-huh. know those big wide ones you get on the, for your yard? Yeah, it's a little mini version. I love it. It scratches my whole back. Awesome. Five bucks. Simple. Don't have one, but that's a Kevin gift. You look and go, that's a yard tool shrunk down to scratch his back. Like, that's a Kevin gift. Yeah, but what if she would have bought you one and it was a shovel and it's still the same premise, but it doesn't, It it's not what you really wanted. Maybe that was a bad example because it's a tool. It is a tool, but I didn't really want a back scratcher. It was like a surprise. The fuck? This is cool. What I told her was you don't have to go to the store and find a graphic tee that screams Kevin. Like you don't have to find that one. If you want to just go into my drawer, get my pair of dickies, the style, the pocket, bam, oh, new pair of dickies, which means that my old pair of dickies becomes my work pair of dickies. My work pair of dickies goes in the trash and the rotation continues and it's the circle of life. I have gotten razors for my head the they're, they're the you know the safety razors they're not like the bic it's just a little piece of metal that's sharp on both ends every other year from her mom it's my brand feather perfect beautiful love it awesome keep it going it's like your mom when she gets you underwear. socks underwear although she's kind of fell off on that but oh, anyway really yeah I mean, a little bit. Did it turn off again? It looks like it turned off. That's all right. I'll tell you what, man. We don't have to worry about that. But I will say this. Like I said, the thing that she probably worries about most is the failure part of it and not actually looking at, like, the simplicity of it. And because even with the simplicity of it, if she were to go and get the same exact pants or shorts for you, Maybe that style is no longer made. Ooh, that's an interesting and one. And now she has to make a decision on, like, well, they're dickies, and they look like work shorts, but then she brings them home, and then you open the gift, and they don't have that pocket that you put uh, your tools in yeah. that you utilize on a regular basis. Okay. Interesting. And that's a very good point. I think it's really easy. Because it's you. You're doing it for yourself. Is this his current thing? Yes? Cool. Get a new one. No? Don't get it. That's why I think it's so easy. But what's difficult is if if your mind is set on like, okay, he needs new pair of shoes. He needs some new Crocs. He needs a new uh, shirt and pants. And then you go and you get three of the four and you're like, fuck. Okay, now I can't get in the shorts. What is my alternative option? The fulfillment. I wish she was right here. To, I, I, I'm pretty sure she's on the same uh, boat as me. She probably is. 
and what I have, like, again, who I am. I'm a very specific person. I'm very, like... Uh, yeah, that's probably what makes it difficult. But it's not like you have to come up with a new idea. It's not like you have to be creative. It's not like you have to, like, oh, man, go and hunt and find something that stands out. I feel that I am just as happy with a new thing that replaces my old worn out thing as, hey, look, I got you something out of nowhere. Well, you're obviously talking about yourself. So yes. it's easy for you to say that. But when you're buying a gift for somebody else, and you're much better at buying gifts for other people than I am. So I can't speak <laughs> I can't speak for for Yvette, but like I'm terrible at getting gifts. And it's just because I'm not really gonna put that much time and effort in like researching things. <laughs> I, I, you know, and there's certain things where like, like when RJ gets his gift, I mean, I've been promising him this for a while. I finally found something that I thought would work for him and he's going to get Jumbo it. Jumbo box of condoms. And hopefully he likes it. And if he doesn't, whatever, I mean, it is what it is, but, um, it's not hurt my feelings or anything, you know, it's just, I wish he would, I wish he was coming back so he could open him before Sunday. That sucks. Oh, it's, it's not even, we, I honestly, we were going to drop off the gift on Monday because we were kind of in the area, but then like... Did you go to Steakenstein again? No, no, no. Her, um, the the kid's grandpa lives like, yeah, not in the uh, area, I guess, but like we were, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. coming towards this I, way. Yeah, I know where. I, um, approximate area, I know where. But like buying gifts for people is just so like, it's like a daunting task. It just is. It is. I mean, because... Even if you get something for somebody, there's no guarantee they're going to use it. And everybody has their own style. And So she gets gifts for everyone in her family. That's way too much. And I'm just like. That's way too much. Oh, my God. Do they all get her a gift? For the most part, yeah. And me and RJ. Yeah, okay. So then I guess I. And it, I'm just like. If it was but, one of those things where like. You got them a gift, but they didn't get you or anybody in your family a gift. I don't know if I'd really do that. But it's just like, guys, I don't need shit from you. And I don't want Especially because they don't know what you like. And I don't want to get you. Like, thank God she goes shopping. I just write her a check and go, just put my name on everything. I kind of feel like, look, get my kid something, right? Uh, one of her aunts got him a muscle car uh, calendar for 2023 like cool like it's up his alley it's not like i don't think he really wanted one but he goes this is cool and i will say my i, I have to give my son shit tons of credit since he was a little kid when we open something and he already has it or you just go I know you don't want that. He's always been like, 
oh, thank you so much. Like, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll pull him aside after and go, you already have one of those, huh? He goes, yeah, but I guess I'll just take this one to mom's. Like, we'll take it back. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll get it. We'll, I'll give you some, I'll buy it, re-gift it to somebody else. You take the money, buy something you want. Like, he's yeah. really good about that. Um, cause I've seen kids be like, I already got one of these and I just want to take a warm palm to that kid's face. I don't know. It's, well, I'm sure you taught him to be just fake it. Yeah. Fake it's it, fine. Dude. Yeah. Um, trust me. Plenty I, of people have faked it with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Buying gifts for people are just, it's just hard, man. And then especially with like kids, like, I'm at a point now where I just, I don't know what they're fucking into. I look for the most obnoxious gift for the parents until the kids are old enough for me to just hand them cash. It's Like, Scarlett anyway. and Drew, like, thank God. They want that. They want that here's anyway. Ten, like, I'm, look, it, should it be 100 I wish it could be. Here's 10 bucks. It's like, not even a big fuck, that, The thing is, like, it's really, like, not a big deal. But I do appreciate it coming from, like, like an outsider's point of view. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, these kids weren't part of your life for from the time, like, I had a kid. You know what I mean? Like, they're – or I guess they haven't. But I mean, yeah, but yeah, what I mean yeah, is, like, they haven't they been, like, like, a big staple. Age. Yeah, they haven't been a big yeah. staple in our lives. Um, so, I mean, that's dope. And the fact that she buys – Yvette buys gifts for her family – I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get between my brother and my sister and just be like, hey, let's rotate, like, because right. it's just like I, it's one less gift I have to buy. Fuck, I, you have no idea how bad I want to introduce like a mathematical rotation, bro. All you gotta do is tell them like, all right, how much do you normally spend on gifts a year, guys, for your family? Five hundred bucks. It's yeah. Okay, cool. And that doesn't why, include me and our. Why don't like, you guys? Why don't we just do this? We'll split off you guys. If you're spending 500 bucks, that's fine. $100 goes to the kids or whatever dollar amount you want to call it. Whatever's left over, we'll put a name in a hat. Everybody gets a secret Santa. And then you're able to spend more money on one person. Yes. And it could be a better gift. What my family has done is they've put names uh, like on a north, south, east, and west. And what everybody got like a piece of paper. And what you do is you go right, left, across. So one year you buy it, it, one gift. You get someone a gift that's to your right, to your left, and to across. And you could figure out where, who's getting you a gift. But that's the rotation. Every three years you got to get the same, you know, one, two, three, year four, you're, you're, Back to the same rotation again. And that's fine. Yeah. It is. But you're able to get them a better gift, spend a little more money on them. It saves you 66%. Dude, it's it's so much. My mom is the one that's actually shitting on this. So uh, that's the reason why we haven't done it. But it's because it's she's like, just get them something small. It's like, why, mom? So they can just throw it away? Like, like here's a pack of chapstick then. My mom. Never mind. I don't know. She just <laughs> gets, she gets me the most random things. And yeah, they're 
funny. It's a gift. In it's the, nice. In the moment, but like I don't keep any of it. Mom, don't waste your money on basically. This. That's yeah. No, I get it. She got me a fucking ornament to put on the t- on the tree, which is whatever. It was a nice gesture. Uh, the the fucking ornament said 2001 on it. <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed. I'm sorry. It's fine. But what am I going to do? I'm I'm an ornament person. But for me, you get the Hallmark little Eskimo guy from the year you were born. So when I met Bean Flicker in the back. In 1995? I had to go find her ornament on eBay because obviously I met her 20 years after they made production of it. But I had to find that ornament because, like, it's got to be on the tree. RJ's ornament from the year he was born. Like, But that's a truly – like, if I got you that same thing, you, Raquel, Scar, Drew, like, this is the backstory. It's unique to you. And the... 2001's a random fucking year. And the historical, like, mine is from 82. Yeah. It's fucking 40 years old. RJ's is slightly younger. Yvette's is slightly younger. Like, but there's... Is RJ closer to her in age than you are to her? No, no, I'm close to her age. Yeah, no. <laughs> Took me a second, but yes. But there's a reason. Like, there's this is, there's a reason why this is from 82. Was R. Kelly on that list? Of what list? The singing list. I don't know. Oh, good question. I don't know. It'd kind of be tacky if you left him off. Kind of. I mean, but if you're going to leave him off for Celine Dion, I guess it's okay. If Celine Dion's on, imagine R. Kelly's on there, but Celine Dion isn't. I'm, I don't know what made you think that because you were talking about little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom talked so much shit about you after we left uh, Raquel's um I can brunch. imagine. She was just like... You're just like my son. Which one? You're just like Richard. Everything has to be so specific. And if I say the wrong, and uh, if she's listening, I'm sorry. I doubt it. She's sorry. Not, she don't know how to fucking listen to podcasts. She was like, if I say the wrong word, like I meant this, but it was supposed to be this, he has to correct me. It's not that I have to correct her. You know what it is? The story changes when you're saying when you're not fucking saying the right thing. <laughs> I mean, that's just fucking obvious. Like, come on. So if I told you, if I said, oh, go down the street, make a right. And then I go and do that. I meant left. You knew that. It's like, no, I fucking followed your direction. You said make a right. I meant you had to go like to the store and make a right. Well, the first store I can, I get it. It was just very, very funny because all the shit you give me about like, oh, you have to be so precise and accurate. Da, 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 da. I heard her talking shit about you. And it was a great moment. It was a great moment. On that, bro, happy new year. I'm glad we're back at this. Um, congratulations, champ. Again. I don't know. Does it wear off? I've won it so many times. It's just it just like, doesn't. Yeah, it's just, just another thing. 
It's just normal at this time. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I could be the commissioner of what I was really worried about was like new champions winning every year. And then everybody going, oh, since Kevin took over, now anybody can win at any time. No, if anything, it's been parody. No, I'm sorry, not parody. It's been, um, what would be the opposite of parody? Uniqueness? No. I mean, basically, it's been me and Brody. Yeah, because I've only done it two years. It's only been two years? Yeah, it's only been two years, huh? Were you the commissioner? What? 2020? The I was... year before I won it or the year I won it? I was not the commissioner... The year you, well, this year, yes. Last oh, that was the year that Brody was commissioner, and that was terrible. Yes. As commissioner, I vote. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way, dude. You won despite league leadership. Yeah. After that is, we all kind of went, hold on. And I really made a strong push that I'll be commissioner for pay. worked out i think it's worked out no yeah it's fine i mean i know you were very opposed to paying somebody to be commissioner and i would assume that it's still that way all i want principle all i want is that it's worth the money yeah it's it's like you know it's no different than you saying why pay a man to mow your lawn when you can do it yourself yes until it's 102 degrees on a Saturday morning. Or you fucking live in a house that's fucking way bigger than you expected. And that's my dad. And it's like, well. I'm not mowing my own lawn. I don't want to mow my own lawn. This isn't a house. Yeah. This is property. I'm not mowing it. Yeah. That's what that's where we're at <laughs> this point. You know. Now it's so. We're so entrenched and so deep into this that it's like. It just makes sense to let somebody else deal with your shit. Then you have to do it yourself. So. On that note. I missed you. Love you. Cheers, brother. We'll see each other Friday. Sounds good. Later, guys. Peace.